This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Niggas was off, so Monday afternoon, you man. You feel me? Hey, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the most major podcast in the world, This Week in Culture, episode 169. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One half of the culture. I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Uh, the other half of the culture. Better than the chick that said yes too soon. <laughs> uh, what's poppin'? Hey, man. This week, we review Zola. I ain't watch it, though. It's all good, because we still going to talk about it, and we just to, finna shoot the shit. Man, I tried to pirate that shit, though. I couldn't no, find it nowhere. So, look, they literally, and I'm going to talk about that. They fucked it up by making this a theater-only review, nigga. This was the perfect weekend for me to watch that in the house, dog. I would have rented that, but I made it out to the theater. But it's going to be a unique convo, because you was there when the tweets popped off. Yes. I seen the movie. <laughs> so we talking from a couple different standpoints, but um we also just gonna talk to shit, man. Ain't no episode of the shy this week, um, which is probably best. I mean, we also gotta, you know, shout out to this huge major I mean milestones, you, know, you feel me? Not one. That's not the right key. No, but, but fuck uh, it, it's scary vibes for them other podcasts out you there. Feel me? Um Let's there we go. go. There we go. We drop one not one year. Not two years. But three-year anniversary, man, July 12th, July 12th, or I'm sorry, July 2nd, pardon me, where the fuck I'm at? It ain't even the 12th yet. July 2nd, July 2nd, July 2nd, three years since we dropped our first official podcast, man. Now, everybody who knows us from the beginning, beginning knows that three years ago, February, we did our very first podcast on Black Panther, but at the time, we ain't had no name, we ain't really had no idea. Yo, and it's still we dropped it on Shop Talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I made the upload. I'm gonna upload that to. Uh, to oh, to, uh, to uh, this weekend culture. culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on Shop Talk. We gonna upload it soon. But at the time, we were still flushing it out. Hell, Jay wasn't even gonna be on the podcast at that time, nigga. Like, like I wanted Ant to pod. That was the like. Look, yeah. Like I think you need to pod. Think you got like you got all the the, the, the shit. You know what I'm saying? You've been on yeah. Shop Talk a few times, and I just wanted to produce. You know, yeah. In the background, when we when we sat down, we did it, and I'm like, yo, this shit worked. Niggas had chemistry, man. It was a familiar chemistry. It was good for the both of us. And again, it's something that me and Jay both love to do, not just pod, 
but watch these movies and these shows that are culturally relevant. So it was a great fucking time, but we ain't had an idea flushed out. And then July 2nd, few months later, man, This Week in Culture was born. We started out with power. Yo, that's like... And nigga, look at, look at all the shit we did since, bro. Yo, three years, that's a long time. Three years is a long time to do anything, nigga. Yeah. Like, that, that's... I know a lot of niggas who ain't worked a job three years, who ain't been in a relationship three years. Like, that's a long time to commit to something, man. And uh, through through the trials, the tribulations, the the COVIDs and the uncovids, the no movie releases, no new show season. I mean, we started. gave you more than a week uh, episode a week. We on what, 160? Yeah, we have 169. 169? 169. What if y'all do math real quick? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We should only be like 156 yeah. or some shit like oh, yeah. that. So we it really should be further ahead, but we done missed a few weeks here and there. You know what I'm saying? COVID came through. My grandmother's passing. A couple other little personal mm. things, you know, but we here. Every week, man. Even a week like this, dog. We could have easily took a week off. It's the holiday weekend. We don't have a show to review. Um, Jay ain't seen uh, Zola because they only wanted to put shit in the theaters and not let us pirate it. So, Nigga, uh, we here. Like yesterday, like I didn't do anything for the holiday. Yeah. Um, ain't shit to do. I'm going to eat and I'm going to chill. Like, I had one session. So, I, I came up here from like one to three. Yeah. But for the rest of the day, like, I stayed on a couch. Yeah. I was supposed to go to my peep's crib, you know what I'm saying, the family, good couch, and all that shit. Yeah. I sat on a goddamn couch all day and watched Mayor of Little East Town. Mayor of East Town, yeah. I watched all the episodes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Great seven-episode series. I haven't had a chance to do nothing for so long yeah. that I did not feel like it was hot as hell. But then driving Facts. over and being around people. But it was, a like, I thought, then I was like, you know what, I should just go to the movies. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't get off the couch. Do you feel, and I, I noticed that, I've noticed it since I got out the hospital, but I've noticed it because it's been three holidays that we was, it was Memorial Day, then Juneteenth, and now the fourth. Do you feel like, dog, as you getting older, like, you really want to, like, enjoy yo? not that niggas don't enjoy family time and, like, the family holidays and shit, but, like, when I got a day off, <laughs> I really want my day off to be centered around me not doing shit and like or doing what I feel like doing. Cause I think I closed the the fourth on the books. Mm. I just did the, the twins joint. Cause yeah, yeah, that's what they shit, do. Right? Yeah. Um, but like I'm never not either at work or he, like or here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. my time be limited. So I I just really enjoy not doing anything. I was like, I grilled on Saturday. And uh, a couple of my cousins stopped by unexpectedly. Um, and then I think, when did when did me and Trees go see? Oh, this was Saturday. So, yeah, me and Shorty went Saturday uh, to the movies to go see Zola. We went to the first show. It was like 1 in the afternoon. And, nigga, I haven't really done much of shit since then. Dog. Like, I've been very much, like, on some real chill marathon couch type shit. Because I'm over it, bro. Like... Niggas be having extended weekends only to fill them up with, like, activity, nigga. I'm yeah, not – this was one of them years where I'm just – I wasn't in the mood, bro. But salute to our anniversary, man. So three years later, dog, we didn't have movie screenings. We didn't been a part of other, like, podcast-related events. Yeah. Um, Urban Podcast Week, we didn't been a part of that. Um, we've built an audience primarily of niggas we don't know. Yeah. Um. And salute to them because they've become family. Salute to all the people we do know. 
who rock for sure but but to the ones who who just kind of met us organically who who came for a snowfall podcast and stuck around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we appreciate that man came um, for lovecraft came for lovecraft around, and stuck around man because y'all don't like we started splitting the episodes up because like you may just be here for one thing yeah yeah and i had a couple people ask me that directly why we not splitting the shy from our our culture conversation at the beginning um and my response to them was the shy be quick as hell the shy be quick and we reserved that for TV shows and movies that like really require that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not giving you an hour and a half of bullshit and then talking two hours about the crazy shit that was happening on Lovecraft. Nigga, like, I don't want to confuse your mind. I want you in one space to listen to that. And and the same thing with Snowfall. And bro. be honest, uh, I just think HBO shows, yeah, no shade, um, just garner Light years ahead. Just garner a, 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 a giant audience that, that of diehard people who watch, and they're gonna as soon as that shit is off, they're gonna jump on a podcast yeah. app and search for conversations about it. I don't feel that way with the shot. No, and I mean, again, if we were talking about the shot two seasons ago, we might have been Thanks. able to split that up because um, the conversations we were able to generate from that were just crazy better um admittedly nigga, like i know i'll be coming here stretching trying to have convos about this season but um in general man it's it's a certain caliber of show a certain level of show that i think really brings out the best in what we try to do with the convos we have and those shows require a separate convo from niggas who just want to hear us talk shit so let me if i give you uh well i'll start with this what's your uh favorite thing that we reviewed um well, let's say, what's your favorite movie that we okay. reviewed? Movie, and it's only because I listened to it recently, um, The Best Man Review, episode 87. <laughs> uh, the Little Spoon is the name of the episode. <laughs> and I listened to it because of the audience telling us y'all already reviewed that. So I played it back. Nigga, we were on 10, dog. <laughs> like, it, it was actually really fucking good. And... um. We was just all over the place. Like, how we weaved in the convos we were having to the best man was wild as shit. Um, and it was just, it was it was a great, like, it was good energy on there. So that's probably my favorite movie we reviewed. What about you? Uh, the favorite movie I think we've done, and I, that generated, which was a good movie and generated, yeah, yeah. like, an excellent conversation. Um top of my head i'm gonna say uh the hate you give mm, mm, um, that was an excellent fucking yeah um yeah. the movie was really good and i i thought we had some really good conversations because of the, the, the yeah, type yeah. Of, the theme and, and what yeah. we were talking about you know what else um i listened to in the last few months it wasn't super recent but it was like an unexpectedly great combo not just the movie review but um dead president's yeah. We like killed that review, yeah. dog. Like, I I think that that was up there with any menace and boys and all. Oh, and the boys in the hood and menace reviews. Like, even talking about those, we did menace. We did both of them, dog. We did boy, and it was funny because I remember when we did them separately. I almost was like, we should have just talked about both of them together. I remember boys. And, and yeah, we did both of them, dog. Damn. We did menace. We did boys, dog. And I I think the convos that we drew from them. Because they're like the super popular black. Yeah, films we and did manage yeah. to talk about that. Uh, how she uh, raped him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh no, we definitely talked about. Uh, I mean, shit. How Pernell got hurt. Nigga. How foreshadowing how Jada was going. Yeah, be. yeah. It was <laughs> right around this time last year, low key. Um, because that was literally like June last year. So, but um, 
far as favorite shows that we've reviewed, I I honestly I think our Lovecraft reviews are like untouchable, dog. Like I love what we do with Snowfall and Insecure because yeah. those are bag, nigga. Drugs and relationships. We in the house, nigga. But Lovecraft required like a different level of thought. Like I felt like if I came in here and said bullshit, it was gonna sound too dumb to talk about the show we was looking at, dog. Uh, I get that. Yeah, and I think we did a really good job. Shout out to to those who was like sharing those to people. Yeah, yeah, that means a lot. Um, but where I'm gonna go is this is this is like I vividly remember this. As the turning point of the pod, okay. where we started to get in our bag, um, the first time we did an extra long episode that we even split it up. Mm. Which love is love is man. Two parts, like two parts. One, I love the show. Shout out to yeah. all y'all who, t- who who sent it to me for um, on all black, all black, yeah, um, all black is the realest network for bringing that back. Yeah. Um, and shout out to y'all because y'all just be listening and be in tuned. Yeah, with shit yeah. that we like that that means a lot. Uh, but I think. That doesn't mean that that this is the best episode, yeah, yeah. or this is the best show. But like, it I'm, was a turning point, though, man. Because you know, what we did next. That was long. Um, it was so we did the love is we split it, and then we did snowfall season, like one three. Yeah. I think. Well, so what we did, we talked about seasons one and two yeah. going into season three. Because we had never discussed seasons yeah. one and two. So we did a long two-part episode of season one and two discussion. When and it was, was like, we, nigga, we some, broke down 20 episodes. Can somebody tell us when we was dropping these episodes? Fam, I we was in this bitch all the time. Were we dropping on Fridays? I don't know. So with Snowfall, because it's always come on on Wednesday. I think we was coming in here on Thursday and dropping them on Friday. And then you and Dame was recording Friday and dropping Saturday. I think that's how we had to do it. I don't... I don't Cause we wasn't waiting till Friday, you know what I'm saying? And then I know we wasn't waiting till Sunday yeah. to talk about it, but I think we was dropping in bitches on Fridays, dog. Mm. But um, I my my absolute favorite episode that we've ever recorded, and I listened to it recently to confirm it, dog, was the um the Lovecraft Tulsa episode. Mm. I think that was our whole bag went. Crazy that episode, dog. There's like a couple episodes that stand out. And we like got that. the Malcolm X uh Netflix documentary episode. I thought we murdered that, bro. I thought uh season three finale of Snowfall murdered that, bro. Like I thought that was oh, a nigga, really good. I, I remember getting comments like, "Yo, y'all niggas had me over here emotional talking about that episode, nigga." And that was a re- first off. That was, so now. When I think about that, yeah, I think about that memory sitting in this seat, though. Mm. You know, mm. I, I think about yeah. that scene, but I think about it sitting in, in here in this same seat talking about it. Yeah, uh, when when man boy was hanging out, the, like nigga, I attach and that that emotional is connected directly to this podcast, dog. I remember even during the convo that we had about that finale, where the tone of not only the episode. But our podcast shifted tone in the middle when it flipped back to current day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it went to, okay, that, that whole little dream sequence in the beginning or, or other universe sequence. Yeah, because we had a chip on our shoulder. Yeah, because we ain't like how y'all was disrespecting Niggas was just episode. going crazy. And then when we finally got to the Blood's Crib, shoot up the bottom scene and all that, like it was like the episode and our pod just went 
like mm-hmm. off, nigga. <laughs> like we in we skated life, through that, dog. In real life, it get, it just it gets in this bag when we like. I don't care what y'all think. No, we don't come no. in here and do what we do. And and I mean, again, I know we mentioned it on that podcast, but like even for the people who since then have watched that episode of of Snowfall and was like, oh, I wasn't feeling the finale, or they had this great season and the finale was too like artsy, whatever. Fam, y'all gotta realize. John Singleton filmed the finale first. Did he? The other nine episodes came after. That was the first episode they filmed of season three was the finale. He That's said wild. he had that in his think, mind. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, he said he had it in his mind, and he wanted to get that out. Like, basically, I want to put this on paper right now. And so mm. they filmed the finale first, and the other nine episodes were born from that. Mm. So the the genius that came in that finale was what he really birthed was the other nine episodes that everybody loved. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, man. So, um, and again, that was also the year that he passed. So yeah. to have completed your thought first, it's yo, almost like, yo, did you know something? Nigga? I know. I don't want to, uh, beat the dead horse. Yeah. yeah. But I really loved them first two seasons of the shot and podcast. Oh man. man. Dog. Like I thought, we we was able to have really some really good discussions every time Kevin and Brandon was on the screen together. So, speaking of Brandon, I'm I'm gonna get back to your point in a second, but I gotta say, cause it's, it's with Zola. Did you know that Jason Mitchell was in this movie? I don't know. I had no clue that he was in the Zola film, and then that nigga just popped up on the screen, and I literally damn near screamed in the theater, like. <laughs> Like, oh, shit, my, my nigga, nigga. <laughs> dog. Like, Trees tapped me like, oh, shit. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, dog. Um, The first two seasons of The Shot, man, I know we get on here now when we kind of get into, you know, it get a little bashy yeah. and not even intentional. We trying to be honest when we talk about yeah. shit. I, but f- forget the comparison to these current yeah, seasons. Yeah. Them first I just seasons enjoyed the dog. conversations that we were having. But that's, I think that's the sign of the brilliance, right? Yeah. When, when the art that we looking at can generate three hours, two and a half hours of a fluid convo about various topics. Nigga. That and actually like, pertain to the culture. Man, and like you look at just the conversations we was having about them first two seasons of The Shy, man, like that was passionate conversations, dog. Like it was really shit going on during them two seasons that was like, Yo, nigga, I, I anticipated getting up here to talk about that shit because it was like, yo, this is really touching on some different shit, man. So for, for all the the gripe that niggas might have for seasons three and four, seasons one and two is untouchable to me, man. Yo, uh, did we start doing Blackberry Letter, like, in the last 12 months? When did that No, no, no. I know it happened at least a couple years ago, like, it was in year two. I feel like we rolled that in. Okay. And um, I don't. I don't re- even know where they came from. I don't like, remember. I think we might have heard a strawberry letter and that I, was like, "Wow!" Like I remember us be like, "Nigga, we gonna change this yeah, shit to, to black the blackberry." Letter. I remember the combo. I don't remember where it, like, like where the started, idea came from. Yeah. And like how did like how did y'all start sending shit in? <laughs> like I don't. Oh um, well, initially we was getting like text and shit. You remember that? And uh, niggas hitting us with the DMs. Yeah. And then we was like, we gotta create a Gmail, nigga, because. I don't want y'all to keep texting me these wild ass questions. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. I love Blackberry letters. Man. It's my favorite thing, dog. And you remember? I mean, we. We've it could be our- it, uh, if y'all listening because yeah. I know y'all are. That could be his own offshoot uh, production yeah. when y'all want to sign me and up for uh, a, a show. Literally a do web a series. half hour Blackberry letters show and just go crazy. Yo, 
We should shoot the. I'm a, we, I'm a, I, I know where your head at right now. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Blackberry Letters, it literally became a segment. And then somewhere in there, we created the slogan, nigga. When you hear that can crack, it means your man. I mean, your man back. And I don't even Nigga, you know what's funny, dog? I think I created that on Shop Talk. On one of the episodes I was on with y'all, because y'all niggas did y'all shit. Yeah. And I think I was just freestyling some shit that rhymed, nigga, and I brought it over so. here, I dog. That must have been the Oprah episode. Or I think so. Oprah's, we was at the shop. Yeah. Up at the bar. I think so, dog. Because cause you came back and you was yeah. like, yo, when you hear that can crack the music, because yeah. he was the 40 guy. Yeah. So I think that's what, yeah. And that's, you know, the 40 don't make that much noise on the microphone, nigga. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, dog, I, I think that that segment, it's probably, it's the one thing that I know I can count on when we get a letter like, all right, nigga, like, we got a convo coming. And and here's the thing. We done told y'all a million times, the Blackberry letter don't have to be about relationships. It could be about, we used to get them about work and, like, yeah. life decisions and money and yo, all that. Yo, thinking back, yo, we done had some wild Blackberry letters. Extremely wild. Like, remember one was like, yo, this guy, we met at, like, a conference. Mm-hmm. Someone flies mm-hmm. in, flies out. Yep. I can't go to his house. Yeah, hey, the like, long distance shit, yeah. dog. We done had them, nigga. You remember the one we had about dog's son? Recently, yeah. that was that that recent Ooh. joint. That that guy, like they they not always fun in games, so I, but they I, always a great convo, man. I will say this: um, I don't know, and when I say I don't know, I'm probably not uh, that I'm the <laughs> right person to answer some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it means a lot that you trust me and Aunt man to share man. any of your business, nigga, yeah. and not only share it, but like get on the microphone and talk to thousands of people. Yeah. About your business, nigga. Like, yeah, we keep them anonymous. We used to say names back in the day. You remember? We read like your email handle when we first started, but then it was like, all right. twinkle, twinkle, little star twenty four. Yeah, and then it was like, all right, these bitches getting too wild. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't want to keep reading these bitches off, but uh, dog, that's it became a segment, nigga. I think whenever we started doing the Blackberry letter, I feel like that's when I really was like, okay, we potting now. Like now, now we rolling because now we have a segment, nigga. Out, like, <sighs> man. Nigga, this all started from the Facebook group. But like a, a, a legitimate yeah, group group. Like now we got a group group. And um it's wild it's too. Like eight hundred people in there. Speaking of Facebook, hold on, I'm gonna give you the live motherfucking let me tell you what's going down right now. I have one day till I'm back. So for everybody who's been today asking the day? Like so tomorrow. So when they good? hear this. I'll be back on Facebook. Well, you be posting this shit in the, in the, in the So this this will be on there. I think it's like in the afternoon, like 2 o'clock. Because right now it's telling me one day when it's under 24 hours, it start going hourly. Gotcha. So, um, but I got one day, bro. And, and when it happened, it's going to be a long fucking day. I promise you, dog. I'm getting back on Facebook calm, though. Because I can't do it. Apparently all my suspensions now was 30 days. So... I, I don't have time <laughs> to be doing another one of these because I feel like they fuck with the with the branding of what we're trying to do. And I feel like I'm probably a suspension away from being yeah, booted, nigga. Yeah, like, so to keep it safe, I'll be back real uh, real tame, you know, make sure I'm saying nothing about niggas getting murdered. And also, uh, you know, if you're one of those 800 people that's in a group, which is fucking mind-blowing, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know... Calm, I got 23 hours, nigga. Calm down in the group because before you get us canceled. Not hey, that I mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't care. No, no. <laughs> Ann and Jay don't give a damn. Y'all post whatever y'all want. I don't be in there hating when niggas post shit that has nothing to do with, like, TV and movies. 
I let y'all rock because I ain't that nigga. But I don't want them. I, to I don't the want them group. to cancel the group. So you know, be mindful of the shit you posting before you post it. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, you might look at me like I don't have no right to say that shit, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> trust me, I was being mindful. I didn't know telling my nigga to uh, hit a girl up was gonna get me booted for thirty days. But hey, whatever the fuck works, man. I just want to stay in there, dog. Um, speaking of of pods, bro. Most risky pod I think we did, and it turned out to be one of what I think was our better podcast, was that R. Kelly documentary, dog. For sure. Nigga, that podcast, I ain't gonna lie, I came in this bitch like, yo, I know me and Jay. I know this whole R. Kelly situation. I know how we feel about it, but I know the way that combos can weave you in and out of different shit. We ain't, we didn't necessarily have to stick to R. Kelly, to keep the convo going and I'm like man I hope cause we don't we don't have no script we come in this bitch we throw a couple topics down and, and we just get to talking dog it's organic bro the R. Kelly joint and uh, the Nipsey tribute episode oh, was man. amazing man Nipsey was great dog I got a question though what's happening <laughs> it didn't start off this way no when did I become the villain on this show honestly bro and I'm I'm only talking about just in my mind, what I think happened, I think it was season three of The Shy. I think that that was the beginning of yo 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 becoming the Joker, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you became the Joker in this bitch. And yeah. I think that's when your Heath Ledger came out. Hey, it is what it is. I'm here to stay. So. But it's, it's wild, though, because I'm like, <laughs> niggas look at you so much as the villain on there when we talk about The Shy that I can still get my little bullshit <laughs> off. And they be like, that nigga Jay went wilder, nigga. <laughs> But um no, I really it's funny too, man. Uh so the doc I, I posted it on This Week in Culture. Um but the Summer of Soul joint on Hulu, which I'm currently watching. Or hold up, is it Summer of Soul or is it the fucking um Dick Gregory joint? One of them is like Lena Waith produced. <laughs> and I was like, God. I, I have such a, a strong love hate with her right now, man, because she she's giving us, you know, some of the most inconsistent content in entertainment at the moment. But like some of it is really, really like viable to the culture, man. Like the I think it's the Dick Gregory joint. Um, but whichever one of these, dog, let me look this up so I can be correct in my statement, man. But one of these is Lena produced, and I'm just like, damn, dog, I really hate that. Yep, it's the Dick Gregory joint on uh on Showtime. Yeah, okay. So she's she's one of the producers. Her um her and Kevin Hart are executive producers of that. And I watched episode one last night because it came out yesterday on the fourth. Excellent day to release that, by the way. And like the first episode was amazing, dog. And I'm like, she's so inconsistent in the content that she's giving us, man, because. Even her show on BET, 20s. 20s was great, nigga. That was really fucking good, funny TV. Like, great half-hour sitcom. And it was just like, how do we get back to the shy from some of the really good mm. things she's putting together? I, I don't understand it. But, yeah, I think the shy season three was the turning point of you becoming a villain on this pod. And It's all Lena fought, basically. And no, basically, dog, because we talk all the time, like, yo, we kind of go with the direction of the content. And like you give us bullshit content, 
we probably gonna have a bullshit discussion, nigga. Like that's a fact. I I can't you know make mountains out of molehills in this bitch. Like you give us a great show or a great movie, we on. Give us a great documentary, we on, nigga. You remember, nigga, the Killer Mike doc. Woo, bars for days over them four episodes, dog. Like and it was good. That was really good potting, nigga. Yo, I gotta go back and listen to some of these episodes. And, and we it's covered so much stuff. Nigga, like, we never planned on talking about... I didn't know Killer Mike had a doc coming to Netflix. And then after one episode, me and Jay text and was like, yo, we gotta talk about this shit. Because, nigga, he had me at Crip Cola, nigga. And, like, I was on. And then it was just like, yo, this is a brilliant fucking documentary, nigga. I just really enjoy the, the social commentary towards cultural things facts uh that is wrapped around television and film facts. i mean it really i mean that's the whole point of the show um but i whenever i can get that content like i'm here for it so, i mean I'm, I'm gonna take a look look at the uh the dick gregory joint um, bro episode one was great um and also gonna be? Is that like four 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 part uh documentary and um it's on showtime episode one premiered last night i think it's gonna be coming on every sunday so if that's the case it'll be available saturday at midnight um like the shy and and all the other showtime shows but um it was really fucking good dog hey shit that kind of took us out of the culture but was just great nigga your honor man Woo. Your Honor was good. Fucking excellent television, dog. I watched like, the uh, mayor of uh, East Town last night. Fucking. All day yesterday. Yo. Yo, that shit was good, dog. Man, mayor of East Town was white excellence, bro. Side note, you know what it also was? What? It was also that last shit with Nicole Kidman on HBO. Yeah, but better, I thought. Because um, it was darker. Shout out to The Shirley, Undoing. The Undoing. We you know we dropped that book with the yeah, seven yeah. different like it, yeah. that's the same plot. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was the same movie to an extent. Nigga, the finale of Mayor of Easttown took you through six different killers, nigga. And you know what? And when I watch things, I'd be like, Yo, why would this character be in this movie unless yeah. they did such and such? Yeah. And they did a really good job in that because a lot of these characters, like the the priest, yeah. the cousin, yep. like he's an actor that's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's not just like a random Mm-mm. dude, right? Uh, the father, the ex-husband, that's dude from the office. Yeah, my nigga Roy. Uh, Roy. Uh, it was just hope. I'm like, who did an amazing fucking job, by the way, yeah. dog. I was like, is this Roy? Them niggas from the office can act. Like I, I just and you can see it if you really watch the office. But when you see them in other shit, it's like okay, it ain't just Steve Carell, dog. They uh, get busy. I did catch up on that. It wasn't cultural, but uh, I fucks with it. What I did catch up on. And I watched all the episodes. Mm. Was Flatbush Misdemeanors, excellent show, excellent fucking show. Also on Showtime. Also on Showtime. Yo, that shit great. It's great TV. It's funny. It's good acting. Like I was mad that I I, I didn't. I assumed that it was all over. Yeah. And I was gonna binge watch. I, yeah. After I watched six, I'm thinking nah. like, all right, I'm gonna go to seven. I'm like, yo, where's that? Nah, it ain't done. Um, I do think it's only eight episodes. Okay. I think. Um, but. We'll see if they get to episode eight and then it say nine coming cold. I don't get how Showtime can get this right and this shit wrong. And it's on the same network. Fam, Showtime got Flatbush Misdemeanor, Your Honor, Black Monday with Don Cheadle and Regina Hall. And then the shy just falls in the middle of that. And it's like, yo, what? (laughs) Nigga, like, what's happening, dog? Granted, it's focusing for a different audience. Facts, facts, 100%. They did a... uh, the station went from rap station to what? Should, what? What do you call it when it's a rap station? Then they be like, "Yo, we're gonna be a country music station now." 
they did a they did a whole little switch. An uh, uh, episode of Martin, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know they switched the audience. You know, so yeah. Good. Um, Flatbush misdemeanors, great TV. Um, oh, I know I spoke about this show a couple times, but Run the World on Stars, the finale is next week. Eight episodes. I hope people tuned in. I still haven't yet. Because, I mean, stars, granted, we know they give you eight episodes in your first season, and then if you do well from there, you might could get ten. But Man, why has been a whole year and we ain't had no power yet? Kanan coming in like two weeks, finally. Finally. Um, Am I excited about it? I'm going to watch. Um, give me some content, you know. Yeah, it, it'll give us something to talk about. I still, and I feel the same way I felt a year ago when they first started announcing all this shit. I don't have any interest in Kanan's origin story because I know how it ended. He did. So it's only a certain level that we, once he go, whenever he go to jail. Because well, we know the story already. Yeah. Nigga, they set you up. And you went to, to get prison. You out to, to get out to and then you. we saw it from prison through you dying once you got out. So I, I guess his origin story is limited, nigga. Side note, Ghost was like 36. Facts. Uh, my nigga, how long was you in prison? Yeah. Because these are kids. Yeah. <laughs> kids. Yeah, these are kid kids. Like, and I'm like, granted, if they do the origin story from before he was even mentoring Ghost and Tommy, that might buy them some time, nigga. Like, like how much older are you? How much older are you, Because, like... 50 Cent ain't that much older than Omar. How many seasons can you give me of the chip? Because, like, you got to be... That's like, what I'm saying, dog. Children. Now, granted, if we're talking about the Powerverse, then we're talking about, nigga... We can get eight seasons that span a year. <laughs> so it, it really depends on how they write it and how they work it. But right now, again, it could be good. I've looked at the trailer a few times. It The trailer is better than the trailer was for Tariq shit. So we, 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 let's talk about this. What's that? We talked about Lovecraft. Yep. Uh, Lovecraft is not going to be renewed. Not returning, which we kind of already knew, but it was official. No. We didn't. Oh, I didn't know. Well, they said they were talking to HBO about potentially doing a season two, but it was we in the year of. Did you feel you you understand why they didn't do the show though? What it don't got shit to do with the ratings. Or hey, oh hell no! I knew it um, wasn't rating related. This shit too black. Mm. Did you see, let me see if I can go to her? Her uh, she tweeted Misha Green. Yeah, she okay. tweeted like um. Let me see if I can find this shit, dog. She tweeted, um, I wish I could get this to you. Uh, here you go. A taste of season two Bible. Wish we could have brought you Lovecraft Country Supremacy. Thank you for mm. everyone who watched and engaged. Now look at the calendar and look at that map that she put down there. Tribal Nations of the West, New Negro Republic, <laughs> White Lands, Jefferson Commonwealth. Now look out! Look how big the the black people area is. Look mm -hmm. how big the natives is, and look how small the white. Like they was about to be on some some other shit. Yeah. So what HBO said yeah. because the first one was based off a book, we kind of knew where to go. Yeah, um, and we was gonna give you a chance, but we kind of kind of already knew. Fam, they was about to turn up. And so you can see this on Misha Green's Twitter, but um, the map that she posted, it also says the next generation, 
Season two of Lovecraft begins in a new world. And that new world is a country that sits precisely where the United States used to sit. Welcome to the sovereign states of America. And so it's broken down again into four parts, the tribal nations, the new Negroes, the Jefferson Commonwealth and the white lands. The white lands is very fucking limited. It's like the Bible belt. Shit. Really? That's the new. It's like half Bible belt. Cause the other half is the new Negro Republic. But yeah, man, they definitely were about to get into a bag. Um, and then you look at look at uh, their ratings, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so if you take a look at ratings and what was renewed and what was not renewed, so Lovecraft was number six on theirs. Okay. Um, in the eighteen to forty nine demo, uh, they scored a, a zero point one nine. To to give you an idea of how other ones scored. Barry, which I've never watched. I don't even know what that is. Me either. But it was a 0.65. Okay. Big Little Lies, 0.43. True Detective, Season 3, 0.36. Mm-hmm. Westworld, 0.23. Euphoria, 0.20. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft, which was canceled, 0.19. Righteous Gemstone, which was renewed, 0.19. Insecure, renewed, 0.18. Curb Your Enthusiasm, 0.17. Mayor of Easttown, 0.16, uh, Succession, 0.14, um, The Undoing, 0.13, uh, Perry Mason, 0.10, The Nevers, 0.09, all the way through. Everything was renewed except Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Mm. Cause it's not because of ratings. Yeah. Things that was like half of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, HBO. I think you I think you dropped it, the ball could- here. I definitely think somebody's dropping the ball because if it was HBO not wanting to pick it up based on the content or HBO maybe not wanting to pay Misha Green and them actors what they was worth because clearly we know what they worth after season one um, and them not being able to reach a deal. Either way, I think HBO's dropping the ball there. But I'm also wondering, dog. Shop this shit around somewhere. Figure this out because, and, and this is where I'm at. Like, all right, Misha Green, how... How badly do you want to get this off? Because initially Hulu, when Netflix, when, this is not HBO's no, no, item. No. This is so, your fam. This is her and HP Lovecraft, uh, whoever owned his shit. And guess what? If 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 Lovecraft Country and all that shit is copywritten, fam, this yeah. is take this to the biggest fucking bidder. No, what I'm saying is this is not Lovecraft. This is um the. The next generation. What you yeah, name we it call it? Different. Yeah, it don't have. Oh to yeah, call it don't it. have to be called Lovecraft. Shit could be called the New World. I don't yeah. give a fuck, nigga. <laughs> like, but I'm wondering how much you want to get it off because when season one ended, everybody was like, "Oh man, we got to see season two. We got to know what's going on." And the initial comments around then was, "Eh, we made it for one season." This it, Lovecraft was like the beginning of the one season. Sh- well, Watchmen. Um, yeah, Watchmen did it. And I mean, if we really, really going back, uh, what was my show? The Night Of started Ooh. all this bullshit. Um, getting me hype off one season and never coming back. But, and even that, speaking of shit that finally got confirmed, it ain't coming back. HBO finally confirmed The Night Of ain't coming back. They've been stretching that for years. It's like four years. But they kept saying, like, there are discussions, there are discussions. Now they confirm, like, that shit ain't coming back. But with Lovecraft, it was like, okay, they finna pull a Watchmen and do a one season off a book in and out. We created an original story and then we got fuck on. But then these convos started happening and we was like, oh shit, maybe they do get a season two. So it was disappointing, dog. Um, but I, I would like to see them try to shop that around because 
Shit, nigga, I think Netflix or somebody picked that up, dog. I'm watching it. I'm there, nigga. <laughs> and you go with the Netflix model, all the season, all the episodes is available. Come on, now. If we could have binged Lovecraft, not granted. It wouldn't have been as good. No. Nah, um, and just with the amount of content in Lovecraft, you can only get like two off. And then you got to like relax your mind a little bit because it was heavy. But yeah, I don't know. I hope somebody picked that shit up because I'm going to say it was the best show of the Well, I don't know. Culturally, it was the best show of the one year. One of, for sure. Yeah, for sure, one of. Top five, dead or alive. Um, I think Your Honor was the best show of the year, but it ain't like 100% culture, so I ain't want to throw it in there. But Lovecraft was my shit. I hope they figure that out. Um, Favorite podcast moment. What would you say? Mm. I'm going to tell you mine. <laughs> When that girl wrote that fucking Blackberry letter to you, <laughs> cussing you the fuck out, that was my favorite moment of the last year, nigga. Y'all that shit was excellent, dog. The off the mic combos. Yo, I hope she still listened to old girl that called Jay ignorant. You provided my Willfully. favorite moment. Willfully ignorant, nigga. You provided my favorite moment of the year because we had more offline discussions about that email than any show we've ever reviewed it was like yo like how how we gonna handle this bro like the feedback from from our listeners they were they were not happy but i didn't i wasn't gonna play that shit no 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 that's when we learned uh our listeners really right they they die hard dog (laughs) like we got a gang of bruce willis's in the in the in the tuck man um try hard it's when you die hard and they reminisce over you. My, my God. God. Hey, man, another favorite pod moment, dog. And it's only because who would have known it would have been our, our last one for a year and a half. Uh, going to see the photograph. That mm, that screening. Yeah. It was a hell of a screen. And we had a great shit. time, dog. We, nigga, the fucking Queen and Slim episode? Queen and Slim screening. Oh, man, that podcast was amazing, Ooh. dog. That was a beautiful pod, nigga. That was a beautiful fucking podcast, dog. You know what's wild? I've watched the photograph, and I'm 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 linking them too because them the two that we did screenings around photograph and Queen of Slim. I've watched both of the movies like at the crib in the last I, few months. I purchased both of them. Yeah, like I'll just cut them on. Queen of Slim is a great that was movie, a fucking dog. excellent movie, dog. And I don't, I never watch it like I'm bored. Yeah, no, like I, no, no. I, I notice and pick up different yeah. things. Even if I cut it on and say it's already been on for twenty minutes, and I jump in the middle. I'm gonna watch it from there, nigga. And I it's one of them like when I see it, I can't turn it off. When I go to it, I'm I'm in, I'm locked in for the next two hours. Um, that's also probably the moment where I was like, yo, I think Daniel Kaluuya is it. I, I think he's yeah. it. No, I, um a moment I wish we could Oh shit. Yep, Fred, Fred so I was literally about to say a moment I wish we could fucking redo is the Fred Hampton joint because I would have loved to screen that. Man. I would have loved to I mean, have screened. I mean, we it. can now, but it's kind of like, yeah, you can give it another couple months, nigga. Let it wear off because nigga seen it. But that podcast and the research leading up to the podcast and then the film, man, we got we got Oscars in there now. Like, niggas the one award. Like, it was such a we're looking forward to it moment. And then for COVID to have still been disrupting it kind of pissed me Yo, off. Yo, uh, some shit I'm looking forward to. What's that? The the black cowboy movie. I can't think of the name of oh, it. Oh, uh 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 but it was like everybody in that they, they ride after dawn or some shit, nigga. They it's about to drop like within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. We got some content coming up because um we got the Canaan joint coming out in a couple weeks. We got that. 
uh, with Regina King and everybody else in it, all the black actors in this joint. And then um, come August, that Candyman finally out. Yo, man, what we doing? A year later. Hey, yo, I'm throwing it out there right now. And this is for pod listeners only, pod listeners only. Before we put it on the internet. If you want to come to the Detroit area screening of Candyman, shoot us a DM at This Week in Culture on the Instagram. Not the Twitter, not the Facebook group. Shoot us a DM not on the Instagram. My text Don't text me neither. We're trying to keep it open to the pod listeners, not just our personal friends. Shoot us a message on the Instagram just so we can start to get an idea of how many people. Because here's the thing we got to consider, right? One, we don't know how they handling screenings there. Are they fully letting us go in the theater and shit? Because it's a small, compact, 22-seater. Can we get 22 seats full or are they limiting it? That's one. Two, are enough people in our audience, like, comfortable enough to go to the screening that we need to just, that we good with one? Yeah. Because you remember, we were starting to think about, yo, no, we, we should, should do a, back-to-back. a a back-to-back, a Friday, Saturday, or two in the... Same day. Uh, same day. Just keep the theater rented for six hours, nigga. So let us know if you open to uh, a Candyman screening in August. Um, when is the date? Let me look this release date up just to get it in, in yeah, folks' mind. We should mind. put a poll up on the, in the, in the what you call? Let's put a poll up after a few days. Let's, yeah, once you get, yeah, 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 once yeah. You Let's, get back. Because <laughs> what I want to do, I want to let the people who listen in. Yeah. Get in there first. Y'all DM us. Y'all let us know if y'all want to come to the Detroit screening. And then after a few days, we'll put a, a poll up and, and really give, like, the rest of the fucking audience um, some time to kick it. Let me see. Uh, what's the name of that shit? Candyman. Can I kick it? Do you think um, Candyman lost his steam? Not releasing last year? Uh... With us, yes. <laughs> um, with regular people, I don't know yeah. if they even know or cared like that. Yeah, you know, or if they remembered. So I thought it, it it's a niche audience for movies. It is, but I did think that old boy uh, Yaya, whatever. I thought coming off Watchmen, he had like a yeah, his, uh, some momentum going into that. Now yeah, he's he cold out here right now. We <laughs> uh, gonna keep it hundred. Like, I ain't seen the nigga nothing. He uh, was the lead, and uh, he played Bobby Seal in that. Um, Join on Netflix, yeah. I which I still watch. need to watch. I tried to. I, I it was. I watched. I tried to watch it after watching um Judas and the Black Messiah. And I oh could, shit! I couldn't get into it. Still didn't hit. Damn. Not no. Well, let me rephrase it. Not that I couldn't get into it. I never got a chance to 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 fully sit down and and immerse myself in it. Got it. Got it. Which is important. Like you can't just you know. All right. Why is this not popping up, dog? I just need to fucking release date. Whatever. Candyman come out in August. Send us a DM. Let us know if y'all want to rock with it. Um, we're going to do a screening. We might do two, depending on the uh, the response that we get. But keep us uh, keep us in the know on, on what y'all want to do, because we definitely want to bring screenings back. The world is opening. Niggas is getting vaccines. Niggas is, is just being healthier out here. We might as well go on and get a screening in. Yo, um, I went to the movie theater to see Zola. So mm-hmm. now... One of the reasons I think Candyman kind of fucked itself up is because they didn't release because they didn't want to do a digital release. They wanted to do an in-theater joint, which, fast forward to the Zola shit, 
I think that that's just a it's a very like archaic way of thinking. Like, like why would you do that though? Like theater only after we just spent a year and a half of digital releases, nigga. Like why wouldn't you do both? Let this movie go to everywhere you can, nigga. You think this is gonna be the one to get everybody out the house? Yeah, though? no. And I'm like for the so the the same people who um produce Zola produce uh what's the HBO show with Zendaya? Euphoria. Euphoria. Same production house. I don't know why they wouldn't put this on HBO Max. Y'all already have the end. Fam, if this was on HBO Max, I guarantee you more people would have streamed it than saw it in the movie theaters over the 100%. weekend. 100%. Like, my nigga. So, who is your audience? Who are you attacking? Because if it's the younger generation, them niggas is kind of like over the movies. Yeah. Um, They've never really been like the moviegoers. Yeah. If it's like my generation and those a little bit older who was around for the, the Candyman... Niggas is too worried about COVID to be coming in. Like, yeah, yeah. niggas is 40, 40 plus. And yeah. They ain't like, about to be packed up in yo. And I, I think it's kind of like jobs that won't let people work remote, right? I quit and went and got a job where I work remote now. Nigga, because people have those options. And if you ain't learned shit from the last year and a half, you learned, nigga, all this shit is doable, dog. So with the movie shit, yo, release it because theaters are open. I feel y'all. But... Don't just give a middle finger to the niggas who are like, mm, I'm still not really ready to go to show just yet. Because real talk, with some shit like Zola, if that was streamable, we could rent it, buy it, Fair. play it here. We ain't even got to go to the theater. We could do some shit up here. If Zola was on Netflix, you know that would be the number one trending thing? Nigga, easily, bro. Easily, bro. Now, um, just to get that shit a little bit of respect. Actually, let's not talk about that yet. Because we got a lot of other shit going on that we got to get to. First off, let me crack this can mainly because I want to sip of this brew. So, when y'all hear that can crack, that means your man back. You know what? I do got a little little Blackberry letter. I'm going to go on and read that off so we can get to these other topics real quick. Um, so, my man posted this, and I was like, okay, here go a little convo. <clears throat> this isn't the first time that this is happening, but it's still confusing. I went to a function. Met an attractive woman. I opened up with a joke. She laughed, and it was on. We grabbed a drink, found a quieter spot, and we vibed for about 45 minutes. We exchanged numbers, made tentative plans to meet up in a day or so, and we parted ways. A little later, I started vibing with another woman that was at the same function. Side note, she was way more attractive than the first woman. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I like the first one more. We chatted it up for about a half hour or so, and we parted ways. Later, I saw the first woman, and she was deep in her feelings. As I walked past her, she gave me the stink face and said, lose my number. To which I replied, say less. <laughs> I mean, we just met. How you going to dictate who I talk to already? Is this how ladies are doing it out there? What are your thoughts? Was the woman wrong for feeling some kind of way? Or was I being disrespectful for engaging another woman in front of her? Mm. It's a good ass letter, dog. That's a good ass. Uh, that's that's because it's a quandary, right? You, or there's a couple ways that you can think about this. Was she wrong for feeling that way? Uh, no, um, no one's wrong for their feelings mm -mm, because mm -mm. that's how you feel. Yeah, you can't control that. Um, does she? Own another person <laughs> to tell them now who you can and can't, you know. Mm -hmm. No, you got the right to to be to say lose my number or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess like I don't know why would you do it though? An hour and a half ago. So here's the thing. You said they talked for about 45 minutes, exchanged numbers, made plans, and then went off. Me personally, this is just me. If we could talk for 45 minutes, we could talk for a couple more hours. Like why? I'm gonna probably just stay talking to you. Yeah, like like, this, you do about this roll with me while we here. Cause like I'm buying more drinks. Like I'm keeping this bitch going, nigga. I figured that like she left. Or y'all, the the thing was over. But like, if y'all gonna sit there and talk for forty five minutes, now now granted, dog was making his way around the club. That's what it sounded like. And he said he bumped into another girl who happened to be substantially finer. But then he was like, I enjoyed talking to the first girl more, but I still hollered at this girl for another thirty minutes. Got her number and went on by my way. Oh, this nigga talker though. Yeah, because you got forty five and thirty for two different bitches at the at the function, nigga. If, Calm I, came, down. if I came with you, it's like, damn, what this nigga had go? He nigga been going for an hour and a half. This nigga like, been over here talking. This, all right, nigga. <laughs> JB came over there and fucked it up. Like, nigga, you still over here talking? But here's where I think he fucked up at. This is where it be certain little shit where I realize a nigga ain't got no game. When old girl said lose my number when they was walk past each other, and he says say less, nigga, finesse that. Because you just said you enjoyed talking to her more than the one girl. Your pride and your ego involved. Yeah, because my nigga, just be like. Say less. Who you trying to impress? Her? She don't care. She said don't call me. And it says, but I wasn't going to say it, but it says say less ma. I hate when niggas say ma. New York nigga. Come on, dog. I don't give a fuck if you from New York or not. That shit old now. If you not Rob Silva, I'm not letting you get ma off, nigga. (laughs) Period, nigga. You're Rob. (laughs) Yo, Rob. <laughs> yo. yo, Rob. Yo, Rob. Yo, Rob man. on the internet wilding, dog. Yeah, Somebody got to take my nigga phone, by the I way. I saw a tweet from Rob this week. I was like, yo, Rob is wilding. Nah, Rob, Rob a different animal in the same beast on the internet. Rob, dog. if you don't know what tweet I'm talking about, it was it, it was it was a mention of Tupac in this tweet, okay? <laughs> yeah, Rob. Jay sent me this tweet and was like, yo, was somebody got to get your man, dog. I was right. Huh, man. Rob's a different nigga. Um, <laughs> go follow, bro. And and go find out the tweets that he in. Go look at Rob mentions. Yeah, and I, see what's going on. I listen on. to Rob other podcast. You know he do the boxing shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Excellent fucking podcast, by the way. Yeah, I listened to the other joint this week, uh, and it was going over. Uh, it was written. Mm-hmm. It was twenty fifth anniversary. Nas joint. Yeah, written, man. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the hip hop conversation. Shout out to Rob yeah. Silver. Rob Silver, man. Appreciate you. Love what you do, dog. Um, shit. Can't wait to get the shy back so we can start getting some more, uh, some more joints in. But um. No, man, I, I think that in a in a party function, in a party setting, or just a social setting, it ain't, it ain't necessarily got to be a party, but in a social setting, if you meet a girl and y'all shit pop off, I, me, and I don't see the reason why you wouldn't just keep that going for the rest of the night. Like, I look at those situations like, yo, I wouldn't want the night to end at this point, nigga, so I'm going to go ahead and, and rap with old girl, I'm going to holler at her. We gonna talk. I'm about some more drinks. I might order some appetizers, whatever the fuck. But I'm not just gonna let shit in just cause. I right, nigga, we done talking and we exchanged numbers and made plans. Like nigga, we can get them plans off tonight, bro. So that's where I think dog fucked up. He ain't had no game about him, man. Cause when they walked past each other and the nigga said, "Say less, nigga." Like no, you don't tell a chick to lose your number, bro. <laughs> like who the fuck are you, nigga? Say less, ma. Say less, ma. Like, the fuck is you talking about? Yeah, nigga? dog, that's a corny nigga. But like, on the flip side, I'm not. I get it. You saw another woman you was attracted to at the same joint. You wanted to go talk to her. Cool. But they was just he didn't even get on. 
He ain't say we made plans as well. Yeah, yeah. He just was like, yo. Like, he clearly specified the first girl was the better interaction. So, so second girl was just finer, dog. I like talking. Mm-hmm. I enjoy women. So, I talk to, <laughs> I talk to women. Might right? talk to a couple uh, women, right? But that don't mean, like, I want you. Yeah. I mean, it could. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing, too. Like, that's on him to go explain... Not explain himself, but just go let her know, like, yo, you that ain't got was, no reason to worry about that. He was doing too much over there, though. Yeah. For him, to, for her to look at him and, like, lose my number, like, you yeah. was doing, he was probably. He was gesturing and shit. Nigga. Touching the elbows. And shit. Like, he probably was, you know. He sound like a nigga that just got his hair cut. <laughs> this, this is fresh haircut behavior. This is when niggas just go crazy. He got fresh haircut and some new cologne. And now he wilding the fuck out. Calm down, bro. He got a fresh, uh. A unit installed. <laughs> a nigga went from uh, bald to ball fade. Uh, yeah, dog. He, he got to calm the fuck down, nigga. Um, but if you just meet somebody, dog, you have no, you don't have any type of say so or pull on who and who they can and cannot talk to. Mm-mm. 30 minutes after you meet them. Mm-mm. What kind of shit is that? That's male or female. That's not a thing, bro. Like, you. If, cause guess what can happen? I could have had a wonderful time with you, right? Yeah. We set up plans for us to meet, and I can meet the other person, and mm-hmm. that'd be the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And to your point about it sounding like yo, he just kind of kicked it with the second chick, but it ain't really go nowhere. Nigga said we chatted it up for a half hour or so in part ways. He ain't say he got our number. Yeah. They ain't make no plans. They ain't do none of the shit he did with the first girl. So this a club? He, it just said a function. Oh, so well, what kind of function this is? Because like, nigga, it's a lot of talk time. And it's a lot of women. Hey, ma. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know, man. I'm I'm just the type that when we vibe in, I, I like to keep the vibe going. So I'm not letting just because I made plans and got your number. I'm not ending the convo. Like, okay, well, I'm done here. Like, not to be too forward, but, like, yeah. what you about to do after this? I, not because nigga. I wanted to take you to my house, but, yeah. like, no. What and whatever mean? we just talked about planning, like, might not be something we could do right now at 2 a.m., but nigga, I just want to keep it going, nigga. Like, you want to you go to Coney? Uh, I'm about, you want to go to White Castle? <laughs> nigga, like, <laughs> I don't know. you ain't about any cheese sticks? <laughs> cheese sticks fired. Yeah, right, like, like I don't on. care what it is. No, but like, I just want to keep the vibe going. So I'm not, that, it sounded like that nigga was looking at his watch. That shit hit 45. He was like, break. I'm like, nigga, keep it going, bro. Keep talking to her. Um, all right, dog. We gotta get to it, man. We 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 can't let the audience wait no more. Where you wanna go, dog? Shikari Richardson or Bill Cosby, nigga? Uh, we're gonna go Shikari first. Let's go Shikari first, man. So everyone knows if you don't know, Shikari Richardson, LSU or Shikari, I'm I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that wrong or not. Pardon me. Um, but Shikari Richardson Huh. LSU Phenom, track Phenom, 100-meter goddess, um, officially suspended from the 100-meter Olympic race because... Yeah, she's suspended for 30 days. For 30 for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can't run the 100 because her suspension comes from them finding THC in her drug sample, which was the sample they took for the trial that we saw her run mm-hmm. last or a week and a half ago that everybody was reposting and had her viral as shit. Yeah. Um, so that was the Olympic trial. Because she had THC in her system then, they've disqualified that trial. Therefore, if you ain't running the Olympic trial for the 100, you can't run in the 100-meter Olympics 
That's just how that works. So she will not be running and she got a 30-day suspension from the USA Track Association. So she should probably be back in enough time to run the 4 by 100 the 4 by 100 relay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's not a guaranteed win. No, 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 not at all. She can get in there. The rest of the girls can do their thing and um, bring home gold. I spent a lot of time on the internet today watching old track and field uh, videos from Michael Johnson. Yeah, from FloJo. To it's one of my favorite things. Maurice, to do, uh, like a, a yo, whole. Why, why, why FloJo was getting off on them ladies like that, dog? So li- why she was doing that? She passed at thirty-eight years old. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I remember but, when she passed. Yeah. Flojo was so fucking fine. Um, it's a fact, and it's such a trendsetter, dog. And so young, yeah. I think, um, uh, what's her name? She Tiffany, Carrie Tiffany Haddish. Oh, she, she her, she yeah, yeah, yeah. She planned like, Flojo. You older than she was when she passed, which is nuts, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. And she was like skinned too, by the way. Yeah, it's. I'm curious, and I'm like, did Tiffany Haddish audition and just like kill it? Like, I, that's a do we do we do the whole you can't play this role because you're not light enough? If nah. you can't play this role because you're not dark enough, yeah. thing? Or? Nah, because I again, if she go in there and kill it, I ain't got shit to say. You know what I'm saying? Or but it's think, an interesting choice. You don't think that role should be left for actual for a light skinned girl? No, that's what no. like. No. You can't take this role because this role should be left for for someone dark or for someone from this yeah. from Atlanta or versus <laughs> <laughs> from the across the pond. You know. Oh man! Uh, um, so you know, the internet went crazy. Yeah, uh, they're saying yo, the Olympics just was like we not dealing with black women. And, it's racist. Uh, oh, the Olympics uh, got too black. My nigga, fam. The Olympics is the Olympics. <laughs> the Olympics is the world. It's, I know y'all think it's only like the twelve black people that we be knowing in the Olympics. It's the whole world is in the Olympics. I'm just so disappointed in in certain people who made certain comments. Um, I'm disappointed in Dwayne Wade. Jumped um, out the window, didn't he? I'm disappointed in Stephen Jackson. Um, him talking about I would never. I don't know why you want to play for a country that did this and this and this, nigga. If they ask you to play on Team USA, your dumbass would have played. You fucking capping right now. Yeah. Now Steven you don't like Jackson. America. Like shut the fuck up, Stephen Jackson. You were never going to be in Team USA consideration. Like, you on, weren't man. that player. And I, I love Stephen Jackson. That's my guy. My issue with Dwayne Wade is because you've been to the Olympics four times, a billion times, nigga. You, you have gold medals. You've taken these same tests. Mm-hmm. You know that marijuana is on a banned substance list. So let me explain for some of you why, why? it's on a banned substance list. Marijuana, THC, can be used as uh, a chemical to mask. It's a masking agent. Other performance enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, me personally, don't think the Olympus gives a fuck if you're high or not. They don't but want you, you to have any performance enhancers. <laughs> a, a diuretic is not a performance enhancer, but it dilutes your the the water in your system so you can't see other drugs. So that's why it's illegal. It don't mm-hmm. got nothing to do with her being black or young or or they knew that like I said, uh, uh, brother uh, is a Riza Islam talking about yo. They knew that she was coming. And who the fuck is they, my nigga? Fam, I hate when quote unquote credible people go out the wall and say wild shit because now that makes anything else that you say that I might be factual. Like, come on, my nigga, it don't have nothing to do with her being black. Are are black people the only people who smoke weed? I I don't. I, apparently, we own weed. 
are Americans the only people who smoke weed? We apparently we because there are several European countries where weed is literally legal through the entire country. Nigga, this but when it, where heroin is legal, but when it comes to the Olympics and the Olympic Committee, that shit is not legal even if you're competing from Amsterdam, nigga. You can't come to the Olympics as an Amsterdam rower and have THC in your system, <laughs> nigga. It don't work like that, bro. So I was only frustrated with people who I know know better. Mm-hmm. Like you, the Vada testing and the USADA testing. Uh, I'm a giant boxing fan. Yeah. Floyd introduced this level of, 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 of Olympic testing inside of boxing because mm-hmm. all the old tests was whack. If you're a boxer, you can't have weed in your system. Yeah. So what, what some athletes do, not her, not at any point trying to say that she did this. Mm-hmm. But if I could use some steroids and some sort of performance enhancing drug and try to mask it, try to get away with it, if I do get caught on the weed, to my fans and to the world, it looks like I was just smoking weed yeah. and I don't have the stigma of someone who's being caught using yeah. steroids. I'm not Lance Armstrong, Dude. where my entire fucking legacy is now thrown off. I don't... Because I have uh, PDs in my system. I don't think y'all understand track athletes... As well, because remember Marion Jones, Man. we looked like was using performance enhancing drugs. Fucking, um, what was the dude? Uh, One American dude, Justin Gatlin. Yes, who just he's thirty nine yeah, years yeah. old now, and he just missed qualifying mm-hmm. for the one hundred meter. Like my nigga, we nigga. T- and. Here's the thing, dog. And his records and everything got stripped. Hey. Michael Johnson lost a, a gold medal, not because he cheated, um, but in his 4 by one relay, somebody, fam, track and field and is here's, really, really tough with the cheating shit. It's so many layers to this, right? Track and field across the board is tough with, this, with their banned substances, right? And with cheating and with any potential enhancements and... and but then it's the Olympics is also very fucking serious about this. So you take track and field, add it to the Olympics, USATA, plus the Olympic Committee, and then where's the Olympics at this year? Tokyo fucking Japan, nigga. One of the most strict, disciplined, nigga, they are... N- so this is what my convo was. And they cheat like a motherfucker too. <laughs> but boy, if we want to have the conversation about, yo, Olympics Committee... USATA, this should not be legal or illegal. Pardon me. It should be though. But if we want to have that convo, right? Because all the all the other American sports are starting to no longer test for weed and all that. Cool. We can have that convo. The time to have that convo would have been within the last five years since the, nigga. There have been like leap years worth of different conversations and changes related to marijuana since the last Olympics five years ago. But, like, we be so limited in our scope because we Americans, yeah. so we got a small scope, and some of us is just black, so we got a very small scope. The world is bigger than basketball and football. You know what I'm saying? So in, in football, maybe the marijuana don't do anything for you, right? And they're, they're not anabolic steroids or human growth hormones yeah. or, or everything that you're trying to actually uh, do in your blood, so... We don't test for that type of shit, but in somewhere where there's a masking agent that you can hide other shit, yes, it shouldn't be there. Also this, let's just say your nerves is bad and you smoke weed to calm your nerves. Mm-hmm. That's an unfair advantage too. Yeah. 
Everybody in this motherfucker is really stressed out. And oh shit! This for the this for the Olympics. I'm talking about even in the in the starting box. Yeah, that's what I'm the saying. Anxiety and right. everything like that, fam. You shouldn't be able to smoking. You you no, just you can calm your, down a little bit. No, fam. The whole thing about the Olympics is everybody has to be their true natural no enhancement self. Yeah, there's a strict list of things. It's foods that you can't eat that, yeah. that, that that are not performing enhancing. You just can't do them, fam. You can't drink a certain amount of water. Like, if you have too much water, Charles Rogers got in trouble for that, for having too much water. Yo, speaking of, because you, you you mentioned football. One of my favorite receivers, and when I say favorite, I don't, I don't necessarily mean from what he accomplished. I just know that nigga's a dog. Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2012. Yep. Has technically been in the NFL for nine years. And I say technically because it's been nine years since he got drafted. Eight of his nine seasons, he's been suspended for violating the substance abuse policy for the NFL. He once, at one point, I think 2015, was banned from the league and got reinstated. Then he got banned again and got reinstated. He is literally gone every single year, eight of nine years, for substance abuse related to weed. The nigga has an addiction to weed. It ain't about this nigga's a freak athlete. This ain't about an advantage. It's about, yo, I love smoking weed. But Ricky I have Williams. not Ricky Williams quit the NFL to smoke weed. Ricky Williams quit the NFL to go fucking literally become a hippie. I just want to smoke and live my life. And then he came back later, and guess what he couldn't do when he came back? Smoke. But what I don't like is everybody approaching weed? I, I get it. It's just weed, right? I don't like the convo because the the whole thing with Shakari Richardson. She said she smoked because she had anxiety from finding out her mom passed. Yeah, so that, I get it. That whole thing is 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 interesting as well because mm-hmm. initially she didn't say that. Yeah, everybody yeah. said it for her. Yeah, and then once that's out there, well, fuck it. That there go the narrative. Now, if that was why she smoked, cool. It ain't her first time smoking. You can look at her and tell she's her, her estranged mom because she's her raised by her grandmother. Yeah. Um. But when you find out your mom, your biological mom passes, and even when she said it, she said, "I found out my biological mother passed." And she kept stressing that point. Like, I ain't biological, but not saying that that wouldn't stress you out because if you don't know your parent and you hear that they passed, it should still impact you emotionally. How much? I don't know. But it might throw your mind off before you have a race. All that to say, folks was like, oh, that's a valid excuse. Valid. Can we talk about excuse? My nigga, America is one of the richest countries in the world, yet we have one of the largest poor populations. There are plenty of people with a valid excuse to go steal, nigga. Steal food, steal money, rob you, uh, snatch your purse. Nigga, we live in Detroit. They'll snatch your carties. They'll do whatever the fuck to try to get a buck around this bitch. Nigga, bars. Just because niggas have valid reasons to do some shit, it doesn't make it okay. It makes it relatable and understandable, but it ain't I. Right. Just because you was motivated to do something don't mean that's a valid reason. Fam. Because I, I don't give a fuck how poor you is. You do not have the right to someone else's stuff. Facts. It don't Facts. matter. But what I like about Shakari Richardson, because it ain't her that I'm looking at crazy. Because she said, I know what I did. This is a quote. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. And I still made that decision. End quote. It's you niggas pretending to be supporters, but actually just being yes men. 
And that's why she ended up smoking and getting in trouble in the first place. Because she got a bunch of people around her who are yes men posing as supporters. Because a real supporter would have kept that fucking blunt out of her mouth. For this. Or she just or she just smoked. Or that. Or that. But it's people, nigga, somebody or, sold her the weed, somebody smoked with or her. Or she didn't smoke at all. And was just sitting in the car while somebody hotboxing. Either way. And knew I shouldn't have been way. around. Like, I don't know what the situation is. But the answer either to way. it is, when I go into a situation, when I've been a professional athlete, I've been a collegiate athlete who was tested through college. Yeah, yeah. When I do this for a profession now, I understand how many times I take drug tests. When I know what the rules are, and I choose to do something other than that, you can't then sit back and complain about the rule for that person. Like, that's why we don't never, like, come on, man. Yeah, and again, the reason I brought up Josh Gordon is because I don't see a million of you niggas coming behind him and saying, yo, he applied for reinstatement the last two years. Where y'all been at? Yo, like, I ain't seeing y'all tagging the NFL. Yo, let Josh Gordon back in. It's just weed. It's just weed. Either keep it all the way 100 across all these shits or just admit, yo, this was one time on one event. Or you can admit this, that you found out about Shakari Richardson seven days ago. And, and you, you got hyped. out this. And then you got this. And now it's like whenever whenever somebody have an opportunity to be oppressed, oh, they they, they trying to oppress us? It's because they're going against black people? And that's another thing, dog. This ain't black. This ain't women. Because somebody was like, um... In women's sports, you can you can be a man on hormones, but you can't be a woman on smoking weed. And I was like, listen, what Olympic sport is letting biologically born men on hormones compete as women? What Olympic sport is that? Yeah, because the Olympics recently came out and said, no, nah, we're not doing that. Exactly. Yeah, we're not doing that. Also, I just want to point out that a white man... Um, the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time, all time. Uh, was just photoed with the blunt and was suspended for six months. And and let's let's talk about Michael Phelps for a minute. Cause let me tell you, and this ain't caping for the white man. I give a fuck about Michael Phelps. Nigga went to U of M. Eh, ain't my nigga. Here's the thing. Michael Phelps don't got shit to do with Shakari Rich. Why they kept throwing in Oh, but when Michael Phelps did, he did get suspended. But guess when he got in trouble? After the 2008 Olympics. Before the World Championships in swimming. He was suspended during that time. So he was able to compete in the 09 Worlds. And it had nothing to do with the 08 Olympics. Why the fuck are y'all niggas bringing up Michael Phelps? And he got suspended for a longer time, nigga. I think, well, some people was bringing him up to to, to, to stop all the, yo, this because she a black woman. Where mm-hmm. it was a white male who did the same thing, and he got suspended. Yeah. So. But see, I saw motherfuckers well, bringing even, him up to say. Not even the same thing, because he never dropped. He never dropped dirty. Fam, for the, y'all, because, again, Shakari also put out a statement saying, yo, I might not be able to do this, but I promise I'll be ready next year for the world championships. So this guess what? Michael Phelps was able to compete in the Olympics, and he was able to compete in Worlds, but had there been something in the middle during his suspension, he wasn't going to be able to do it. At the like, end of the day, um, I don't think I don't think that you realize it, um, but you got a black inferiority complex, and every time that you see something happen, you think it's because it's black, and you take offense to it. It's not everything. It's not because you're black. Yeah. And you subconsciously, you are telling yourself that you're less than. 
You got we got to stop this way of thinking. And here's something else we got to stop doing. Shakari is 21 years old. Me and you almost 40. We're in our late 30s. I don't like that everybody's so comfortable saying, "Yo, she had a traumatic experience finding out her mom passed and she smoked." Why are we just like cool with vices being the way to go? Kevin, man, <laughs> man, because she's young as fuck and a professional athlete. Leaving her amateurism status, going to the Olympics makes her a professional. My nigga, we just okay with she smokes, her mom died. Fam, ain't we the mental health generation and the black people should go to therapy generation and all that shit? Like, I would have loved to see hey, her mom died. She should have talked to someone. We also the just smokes this weed generation, apparently. Like, nigga. And if you anti-weed, you anti-black. And I'm like, I heard, I literally, I've seen that on shirts. I've heard, like, if you anti-weed, you anti-black. Why do these niggas love drugs so much, dog? And here's the thing. I'm not talking to y'all as a non-former smoker. I used to smoke more than you niggas probably ever seen. I probably sold more than you niggas ever smoked. But why the fuck is niggas just so happy that or so cool with this 21-year-old athlete using weed as her coping mechanism, using a drug as her coping mechanism. Because if she had drank alcohol, y'all would say she had a problem. So what do you think this does to the, the seventh grader, the eighth grader who looks, who's seen someone who's at the, the, the height of their career, mm-hmm. about to go to the Olympics, use drugs, and ruin it? In this, in this short period yeah, of time. Yeah, they ruined a the moment. And then the rest of the world, the rest of their peers say, yo, they wrong for suspending her. Yeah, she no, shouldn't have gotten in trouble for that. No, she broke the rules. And you shouldn't use. Like, well, I don't tell you what you shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't do. And, and but, I'm, y'all niggas smoke weed, y'all niggas smoke weed. I just don't like how comfortable we are saying, yo, you experienced a traumatic event, go to a vice. Because that's a fucking vice, nigga. I don't care if it's the harmless drug and it's just weed. It's a vice, my nigga. It's drugs. You shouldn't pop a pill. You shouldn't drink. You shouldn't smoke. That shouldn't be your first reaction. To quote the God MC, uh, too much anything will hurt you. Uh, So there's nothing that's harmless. Too much of anything will hurt you. And it's a vice, dog. Like, that's just what it is. That's just, it, it, it is what it is, bro. So using that. As an excuse to this just weed is very harmful to the young track star looking at Shakari saying, yo, I want to see her bounce back. But if it's just weed, I don't see the problem. I'm going to smoke too. Next time some traumatic shit happened to me. There's no level of shame associated with anything. And here's the thing. I don't want her shamed. I'm talking. I want y'all niggas to stop being so boisterous in celebrating the fact that, hey, now we got another weed smoker in the group. I'm talking about in general. Yeah, yeah. There's no level of shame with anything Mm -hmm. because whatever you do, there's a there's acceptable. There's a a a loud minority or a giant majority who's going to say it's okay. It's only because of insert insert. Don't come down on them that hard. So when black people do anything nowadays. Black men, black women, whoever. If the majority gets behind them and supports it, it's the OJ effect. Now it's the OJ effect. Everybody black is pretty comfortable saying, I know OJ killed them people. But we also celebrated that nigga being found not guilty. I feel like everybody black is getting the OJ effect. Where it's like, mm, we going to celebrate regardless. Black people can't do no wrong. We can't do no harm. And that's harmful in itself, dog. Like, real talk. That is not advancing any conversation about black people, dude. Because here's the thing. 
Beyond this Shakari Richardson shit, y'all niggas are not going to continue having this convo with the Olympics about them updating the banned substances. They should not, though. Like it should it should not come off the banned substance list. But they won't. It won't because these niggas are about to shut the fuck up when this is no longer a top news story in a week. By the time the Olympics get here, y'all gonna be in your little USA Nike shirt in your hat doing the same shit y'all have done every four years for the last two decades. You niggas ain't arguing with your union rep when they pop your dumb ass for smoking weed on a, on the on the line. I told niggas on Instagram, this ain't JNAP, nigga. You ain't down at the Jeep plant, bro. This is a real. Not that J-Nap ain't a real profession, but this is literally a world-class athlete. Nigga, they, te- they, they drug test at my job. At, at Nigga, most of our jobs. They and drug test at most jobs. And if you get popped, alcohol is legal, but you can't be on the job drunk. My nigga, alcohol is legal, but you can't be on the job drunk. Alcohol is legal, but you can't drive drunk. But these ain't illegal substances. It's just a certain amount that you shouldn't do. It's at a certain point, it's harmful. So if THC in your system is harmful at any point, don't smoke it. That's the end of the day. I appreciate Shakari Richardson for taking accountability and saying, you know what? I knew it was wrong. I did it anyway. I'm wrong. I'm going to take my suspension. She ain't put up this fight. Y'all niggas is putting up. Listen, we got to stop this. Uh, I can't go down this road. We just got to we gotta relax. We got... I think... There's a strong narrative that's being pressed, that's pushed, uh, which has a lot of truth to it. Um, but the narrative is being overblown, and it's 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 doing more harm. In my eyes, it seems like it's being it's doing more harm than good. We just got to look at everything on an individual basis, and sometimes we got to use our our common sense. Or if there's a subject that you don't know a lot about, yeah, um, just you ain't got to jump out there. Immediately, but that's where the social media comes in. Everybody got a voice. Everybody get their opinion off instantly. Don't nobody got to research to get their opinion off. You say whatever you feel like, and if you're looking in the comments and your opinion lines up with other comments, you're going to jump in there and agree with niggas too, man. My my big issue is we got four years to the next Olympics, right? Mm-mm. Three. Oh, they, they adjusting it to the to the year that we lost? Well, Last year, this is still the 2020 Olympics. If yeah, you look yeah, at all the yeah. shit, even though we're in 2021. Yeah, so the next one is still going to be 2024. Still 2024. That's LA. Yeah, weed capital of the fucking United States. I want Shakari to be able to stay focused and still compete, and I, I I think that she will. I think she get the right people behind her, get her coaching. But it's a lot of shit that comes into play, right? She's at the end of her collegiate career. She out of college. She out of college. That's what I'm saying. That's over. I mean, this whole year she's she's been a professional. She got the worlds coming up next year. I Should mean, qualify, hopefully, you know, get in there. She should kill that. Every year is the uh, you know, the world championships yeah. every year. So coming out, she came out of college. This was her first year out of school as a, a as a professional yeah. athlete. You know what I'm but, saying? Nigga, no more school. World championships once a year. Olympics every four years, but three years from now, we'll get them in 24 in L.A. But track is one of them sports. Track, gymnastics, swimming, these is them sports that's like. But the, the world championship is once a year, but there are meets. Yeah, she got meets. Month, all that, she got qualifiers, all that shit. And like, so, I mean, there's the. Uh, but she got to stay focused is what I'm saying. What ain't going to help her stay focused is everybody tapping her on the, on the uh, social media shoulder and saying, 
yo, you right. Smoke that weed. Smoke that weed. Smoke that weed. No, nigga. Because until that shit is legal, which it probably never will be, she cannot smoke, my nigga. <laughs> like, y'all got to support her career, not support her right to get high just because it was legal wherever the fuck she smoked it, bro. It ain't legal in her sport. That's her career. If it wasn't legal in y'all niggas' careers, guess what? Y'all niggas wouldn't be smoking. And if y'all was and y'all was getting tested frequently, you stupid. You stupid and you're probably going to get fired. Don't get that young lady fucked up because y'all niggas is claiming to be supporters when you really just being yes, man, dog. You want to be oppressed so bad. That's it, man. Calm the fuck down. All right, man. Let's talk about Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill Cosby. He out of there, folks. Um, Y'all already know, 2018, Bill Cosby got found guilty um, of drugging and molesting Andrea Constand, um, he served a little more than two years in jail. Then the conviction got overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Um, essentially, they said there was a process violation by the prosecution. He never should have been on trial for that. Um, and because of that, he got released. They admitted that it was an unusual ruling, but that was the ruling, right? So everybody had an opinion on it. It got a little funky. Felicia Rashad started tweeting shit. Now Howard tweeting shit. They doing press releases. Now Bill Cosby tweeting shit at Howard. It didn't got a little wild. It didn't got a little wild. Um, but let's let's start with them overturning the conviction. All right. So listen, I got a little bit more information that I had before, right? Mm-hmm. Before shop talk. Uh, before shop before talk. y'all come. Okay, okay, okay. And before. Any of it, yeah. Just general, just more information. Got you. Nigga should have never been convicted. He wasn't supposed to be. Um, the reason why I say he never should have been convicted, one, the DA said I wasn't. The DA wrote a letter in a brief saying that we're not bringing criminal charges because the witnesses are unreliable and there's little evidence that this actually happened. That's in writing from the district attorney. Now, I understand that, like, yo... He guilty, he did this. Mm-hmm. But when the police and the district attorney say all the, the the witnesses are uncredible and there's little to no evidence that this actually occurred, so we are not going to move forward with any criminal charges. Mm-hmm. This is a civil case, so uh, that the burden of proof in the civil case is like a preponderance of the evidence. It's not by all reason, but it, there's a lower burden of proof in the civil case. Yeah. So we made a deal. Um, and listen, you can't not answer questions because you're not facing any prosecution or whatever. So you got to talk your, your fifth amendment, right? Blah, blah, blah. So he said, whatever he said, I don't know what he said. I haven't seen a transcript. Yeah. I've only know what people tell me on TV is what he said. Um, and he was convicted off of that. Um, what I do not like is everyone thinking that their opinion is true and the way that they think is absolute. If Felicia Rashad thinks that man is innocent, she's entitled to stand up for her friend, for somebody that she thinks is innocent. If she knew the information, she probably yeah. got more information on the case than I do. And if the, the, the actual DA saying, no, nah, nigga, this shit, like, we can't even charge you because, nigga, we don't even believe the motherfucker. And so if you when, put that in writing, 
When he got released, Felicia Rashad tweeted from her personal account, a terrible wrong has been righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. She later removed it and tweeted that she fully supported sexual abuse survivors coming forward. Felicia Rashad was recently announced as the dean of, uh, like, the Fine Arts College or something at Howard. And um, Howard posted a tweet, or I'm sorry, they, they made a statement, press release. They said, while Dean Rashad has acknowledged in her follow-up tweet that victims must be heard and believed, her initial tweet lacked sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault. I don't agree. So Bill came out. And he said, in response to Howard, Howard University, you must support one's freedom of speech. And he quoted, or he added Felicia Rashad, which is taught or supposed to be taught every day at that renowned law school that resides on your campus. That's a fact. He claimed that his conviction was not overturned on a technicality and said that the same media insurrectionists are trying to demolish the Constitution of the United States on Independence Day. He posted this yesterday. Um, he wrote, there was no technicality. It was a violation of one's rights, and we the people stand in support of Ms. Felicia Rashad. He also tweeted after he got released, I've never changed my stance or my story. I've always maintained my innocence. So with her deanship being announced a few months ago and then her tweeting that, the conversation became cancel Felicia Rashad. I, I, I do I, I do not support this shit at all. Here's my issue. Cancel culture, which we've talked about a million times on this podcast. Canceling people does not allow for conversation. It's allowing for immediate assumptions, immediate stances to be taken, and then if you cancel them, you're washing what about the convo? We're not talking about shit if we just say, all right, we're not fucking with Felicia Rashad no more. Nigga, what is it about Felicia Rashad's tweet that made people feel like, yo, that was insensitive or it lacked sensitivity insensitive or whatever? Insensitive to who? Sexual assault survivors. That's what Howard said. So you're saying the people who have nothing to do with this case are offended? Because what the fuck do other sexual assault survivors got to do with this case? Because this case was against Bill Cosby and this one woman. Not allegedly 60 other people like it was with one particular person and the police and the DA already said, we don't believe that this yeah. shit happened. So we can't bring no criminal charges. They said that in writing, the district attorney in writing said the witnesses are not credible. Now so, here's my, my, my stance on it. I don't, I don't give a fuck about Bill Cosby. I, I don't think either. the niggas are creep. I think he, I think the niggas are creep. I think, he, I think the niggas are rapists. Um, but most of, what you might call a credible witness. Most of that shit was well beyond the fucking statute of limitations, which is why what he went to jail for in 2018 was only about this one case. Cause all the mother, how many 60 plus women or whatever, all that shit was well beyond statute of limitations. Nobody's fucking testimony would have counted or mattered cause they accusations didn't matter. It was on shit from the sixties and the seventies and all that shit, whatever. Still think the niggas a creep. If he wasn't supposed to go to prison for this, or if he wasn't even supposed to be tried for this, because that's what the agreement was, this shit shouldn't have never even been able to go to trial. But, um, and it was in writing, and it was signed by niggas on both sides. But it went to trial. So because, it went to trial because of cancel culture, mm -hmm. because of emotions, because of people putting pressure, public pressure, or whatnot. Yo, I get it. 
but if we have these quote unquote constitutional amendments mm-hmm. that we we claim to care about so so much, fam, I got the right. My Fifth Amendment is my right to 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 not incriminate myself, right? So, so the state mm-hmm. cannot lie to me about my Fifth Amendment and then do the exact opposite. The nigga was told this will never come up and it never go to trial. Then it went to trial and it came up and he got convicted based on it. And that's what they ultimately overturned it on. And what exactly came up, though? Because I still have never seen the transcript from the trial. We probably never will. Because if they were signing shit that said, nigga, he'll never go to trial for this. But because anything that could incriminate that nigga is probably locked the fuck away. Up until this point, I've always said, well, the nigga must have did it because all these women said it. And he admitted to giving somebody some Quaaludes uh-huh. um, and, in having, and having uh, an intent to to have sex with them later or some shit. Like, yeah. well, that's what they told me on television. And I'm like, well, that shit must be true because the nigga went to jail for it. Yeah. But what was the context and what that shit was? Yeah. Because have listen, I'm not trying to get you in trouble yet. Have you ever gave Shorty some alcohol before? Yeah. Like, have you ever gave... I never put a Quaalude in it, though. If she said... Because everybody loves drugs. Currently. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet yesterday that... <laughs> I saw all y'all niggas uh, snorting lines, but the secret's safe for me. And then niggas reporting like, yo, cocaine... It's 2021. Cocaine is is as uh, accessible as weed these days. Like, niggas are okay with sniff and coke, right? So... I don't like that they... Got rid of crack like that, but cocaine's still here. That's interesting. Y'all made crack the bad drug, even though it was more affordable and got you higher. But y'all made that bad. Yeah. But you niggas are snorting coke and everybody's cool. Okay. I'm, I I really just wonder yeah. in what the what was actually said because I I know what I've been told and that's what convinced me like yo this nigga yeah. probably did this yeah. shit and you said it was sixty people. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of motherfuckers. I got that so shit off the, you of some shit. I got yeah. that shit off the internet, and I got that shit off TV. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it from, cause I don't, I don't know. That's where we get shit from. Yeah. Man. So in my brain, I made it like, yo, the nigga sound kind of creepy. You know what I'm saying? You get a couple of them clips. You like, you take your little quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this shit don't look right. Nigga look like a creep. So, all right, fuck it, he did it. Um, I still don't know that he did, but that's how I feel. Yeah. But I got that shit based off television, right? Not based off like evidence and yeah. and and like facts and shit like that. Which what you got to put people in jail on? I, I just don't. I, so so so, I don't know if you have seen the Judge Joe Brown and Mark Lamont mm-hmm. Hill. Mm-hmm. So what do you do if the person that you're gonna have sex with asks for drugs? Because if the question was, yeah, did you give somebody this and intends to have sex with them, and you say yeah. Two things can be true. Yeah. Because I don't know about y'all, but on my timeline, sometimes they be like, which sex is better, morning sex or drunk sex? Mm-hmm. That comes across the timeline as much as $200 dates. Yeah. So essentially, every single time that happens, that's rape. Because like Lamarck, Mark Lamont Hill was saying, and like in 2021, yeah. if a person is drunk, they can't get consent. By definition, that's rape. Yeah. So when you and your wife... Go out for a good time and get drunk. Y'all are raping each other. Yeah. Y'all both like you know what I'm saying. Nah, like spousal rape. Yeah. So you can ask a husband, "Have you ever gave your wife alcohol with the intent of having sex with her later?" And you say yes. That's enough to put you in prison. Yeah. I just want to see. I just want to know the context of that. And it's a it's a gray area. Now, 
you you can't be having sex with no lifeless body. I think yeah. be, like from stories I've heard, that sounds like what Bill was on. Yeah, and that's some that's some creepy sick shit. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. But uh, but again, back to what I brought up when we were talking about Shakari, it's the OJ effect. Even if Bill, even if we felt like, yeah, I'm pretty convinced that nigga did some shit he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced OJ killed them two people, but they got off. And we like when niggas get off because we we like when niggas get white man's justice. We like when niggas get away with some shit that the normal black man don't get away with. That's what we like. So it's the the arguments online and the debates happening online about Bill, it ain't really, yo, was he a rapist or was he a sexual assaulter or not? It's really just that nigga shouldn't have been in jail for that. And technicality or not, whatever they wrote up um, and agreed to back in the day, listen. ultimately the nigga shouldn't have been in jail. And you know what? I'm happy he ain't in jail no more. That's the convo niggas is having. In this country? You are presumed innocent until proven guilty guilty in a court of law. So somebody can accuse and make accusations with you all the fuck you want. But then the issue with Bill, though, is what we're talking about. We're not talking about a nigga who smoked weed. We're talking about sexual assault. The era we in right now, niggas don't make it around sexual assault. So even if you legally are not accused of something or you shouldn't have been accused or tried for something. When you get that brandish to your name, that innocence till proven guilty reverses. In the public opinion. In the public opinion, you have to prove yourself innocent. And even still, you might be tarnished. You don't be tarnished, period. But, like, immediately, what did niggas bring up? R. Kelly. Up, oh, Bill out. Now can we get R. Kelly out? Why y'all want R. Kelly out? Same, same thing. And what you done did, if you really fuck with Bill Cosby, I don't fuck with Bill Cosby, but if you fuck with Bill Cosby, bringing up R. Kelly shouldn't be the next thing you do. Because putting that nigga name next to that nigga, a nigga who we know is guilty. And what if Bill Cosby didn't do this shit? You know what I'm saying? Fucked up part is what if he did. Statute of limitation work both ways, right? Did or didn't, nobody can present anything that'll matter at this point unless he does it now. That shit wild, dog. Yeah. Because, like... We say this shit like if somebody heard some wild fucking news about you, somebody accused uh-huh. you some wild shit. Um, that's you. It's on your name. Once it's on your name, it's on your name. But you would want the people that know you in real life, like that's not part of his character to stand up for you. I know. Mm-hmm. I, if somebody accused me of some wild shit, I, I will be looking for my Felicia Rashad to say I didn't know shit. The nigga was the one of the best men at my fucking wedding. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I know, I've yeah. known this nigga for fifty years. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, no, that he would there's do that. no, there's yeah. no way. And the miscarriage of justice that she was talking about, what in the the alleged? Uh, it wasn't the assault. It was him going to prison for something that they had signed on both sides. He can't go to prison that, for it's it. something. The DA and the other process, the DA and, and the, the police yeah. said we don't think this shit got any legs to stand on. Yeah. How did you put me in prison for some shit that y'all literally told me in writing? Yeah. Because that's how he got off. Because like nigga, he go to brief. Y'all specifically said in writing that the witnesses are not credible. This has no legal land, blah, blah, blah. That's how I got off. Yeah. So, no, stand up for your mans if you think that. I have no idea. I lean on the creepy side. 
Uh, yeah, but I've yeah. been influenced by the shit I've seen on the internet that I don't know if it's true or not. I've I lean seen on a the creepy side because I, I also a, look at. I seen on the internet that Jay Z and Beyonce are devil worshippers. There's a there's hey. a bu- there's more than sixty people who said that too. I lean on the creepy side with Jay Z and Beyonce that Beyonce was a little kid when they first started talking, but it wasn't public. But it's a whole bunch of conversations like yo like when he first met Beyonce and started getting at her like she was still a teenager and Destiny's Child like that was she wasn't even like solo Beyonce yet maybe 18 19 I never got that but she was hella younger than that nigga no matter what 18 19 or 20 she was hella younger than that nigga but you let it go because hey they they publicly got together later how does how 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 is the difference right now uh I think it's like 20 some years. I think it's not 20 years apart from that. Hold up, hold up. Beyonce Hope is what? 51? Beyonce like 40. Fuck her industry age. <laughs> but that's the only age we got. Well, she, I so think, let's see. You know why? This is this, this her. 39. She's not 39 years old. She's older than 39. You know how I know she's older than 39? Because mm. there was an episode of a uh, episode. I was watching Jay Leno and um, Gabrielle Union said she went to high school with Beyonce. They mm. was in high school at the same time. Mm. So look at how old Gabrielle Union. Let's see. Gabrielle Union is 48. Y'all niggas wasn't in the same high school, my nigga. If you 39 years old. Gabrielle Union is 48. I didn't know she was that old. She don't look that old. I'm going to give her that. I'm going to give her that. Now, let's just say Gabrielle was a senior because I think she said she was older. Let's say mm-hmm. she was a senior. Still only four years. Uh, Beyonce not 39. Okay. Well, cause, cause that means me and Beyonce are the same age, and I remember when she came out, and the motherfuckers was a lot older than me. <laughs> I remember in '98 when she came out, they was on the swing with Wyclef. Uh, the motherfuckers was not my whoop, age. This okay. is the remix. <laughs> so, you know, everybody got the industry age. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker is not 39 years old, dog. Hey man. So, which is why I don't think nothing comes of that because hey. yo, you was probably using your easily energy. disproven. Nah, nigga, you not 39. But um, no, I, I lean on the side of Bill being creepy because here's the thing, Bill ain't did to me. Yes, a lot of shoddy evidence on the one side. It's a lot of older evidence on the one side. Older by meaning that it can't be used in court. So it's kind of like null and void, but it matters, but it it is useless in the same thing. But then Bill ain't really did enough to convince me he innocent. Nigga, every time that nigga talk, he say some weird shit or creepy shit. And I'm like... Saying weird shit and creepy shit don't necessarily make you guilty, but it definitely don't prove your innocence. So that nigga ain't helped himself. So if a chick come over and y'all want to pop some ecstasy pills and have some some sex, y'all you raped her. I've never done ecstasy pills, so this is not yeah, like yeah, 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 it ain't but, your story. But that's the thing. But so that's also this is what Judge Joe Brown was saying. Like, yeah, he gave her that, and they wanted it. Yeah, and it, it came off wild because when you say he wanted, you like they wanted. It. <laughs> And here's the thing, Judge Joe Brown ain't the least creepy nigga I've ever seen. Because I've seen this nigga in events in yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Seeing that nigga at the auto show while in one year, nigga. He's, he's different. So I see why Bill is his man. But um, but it's, ultimately, it's, this shit should serve as a fucking cautionary tale, though. Just, just don't do drugs, my nigga. Yo, Bill, Shakari, everybody is a walking don't do drugs. Just say no. <laughs> just say fucking no, nigga. And don't, t- don't, don't. Get that bottle of wine when you and your wife out. Because if you get, if you have a bottle of wine, you cannot have sex with your wife that night. Or you raped her. Or is she going to rape you? That's what I'm... Listen, so if I'm drunk and she drunk, right, who the one raping who? Because I'd be like, I didn't want to have sex tonight. <laughs> she Whoever, would, whoever <laughs> reported it first. I mean... You know how it worked. You know how it worked, dog. But it's... um. 
I, I think though, again, like kind of kind of circling back to Felicia Rashad and the Howard shit and the canceling shit and all that. I thought we was rooting for everybody black. But we not. And we know that. We've been established that. That's only a thing that Issa Rae was doing. Nobody else is really actually doing that. Again, why cancel culture is fucking damaging is because it eliminates the opportunity for conversations, right? Because if, if anything Felicia Rashad tweeted that day on um, the other day was offensive to anyone, having a conversation, she's the dean. Y'all literally was just celebrating her two months ago when it got announced she would be the dean of this college at Howard. And now y'all want to cancel her. People was literally signing petitions for her to be fired. That's not a thing. My nigga. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me, I don't know when y'all going to realize that the petition shit is not a thing. It don't matter. But some motherfuckers have been fired behind shit like this. Cause a lot of institutions, not just colleges, but just work corporate institutions, whatever. They be like, yo, we don't want the backlash. nigga. Like, I don't need the press. No one's pulling out of Howard because of... Now, I can appreciate (laughs) Howard making their statement and saying, we ain't firing her, nigga. Like, yeah, we might have thought that that lacked sensitivity, but we're not listening to y'all, nigga. It could. It could. Because if you're of the belief that Bill Cosby's a fucking sexual assault, nigga, and you weren't happy about him getting out, Felice Rashad going in and saying, cheers, that could offend somebody. Okay, but and you I'm ain't not wrong a, for being offended by that. And I'm not wrong for having the opposite belief as you. You not. But if somebody comes out and says, yo, her clapping, she a big public figure. She the dean of students at this school with women and plenty of black people on there. She might have, if that's how to, she felt, feel how she feel. But tweeting that out, eh, that looked kind of bad. I hate to agree with hey. this nigga, Bill, because if we gonna, if we gotta, if we gotta flip a coin to Jay, make a decision right now, mm-hmm. I'm going on the creepy side. Facts. But I hate to defend what he said, but it's like, nigga, you got Howard Law. All the lawyer, damn, a lot of the lawyers in this country, black lawyers, come through there. Yeah. Don't y'all got this thing called First Amendment? It's going to be plenty of niggas on the defense side of this shit. Plenty of black lawyers and attorneys from Howard going to be on the defense side of situations like this in their careers. Because what's offensive is, if you a man and you've been falsely accused of rape, it's offensive when you tell me, believe all women. But he wasn't falsely accused. I'm saying in general, yeah. if we're going to play that, yeah. if you make a statement, mm-hmm. someone can be offended. If you was a man who got falsely accused of rape, if someone makes a statement that says, believe all women, mm-hmm. I'm offended by it. Because what your belief against me got me put in jail for four years until this white, this little white girl uh, says, oh, I was really such and such my parents, so I lied on him. Not a, I forget the dude's name, but he was about to go to college. Young white girl lied on him, said she raped him. He goes to prison until a couple years later, he she tells the truth. So when you say believe that was all, um, he had a movie. They made a movie yeah. about dogs. So um, the statement should, the statement should be listen to all women. Yeah. Cause you can't be believed just because you're a woman. I need to listen to you, believe evidence, right? Yeah. So if you say believe all women and I've been wrong falsely accused by a woman I think that's insensitive for how many people who've been falsely accused like it goes both ways so now you should step down so do you make the person who said believe all women step down no because they got the right to say it under their first amendment right mm-hmm. and like come on man I'm trying to look up this thread damn I wish I had saved that shit I saw a thread earlier um that was talking about it was kind of random but essentially what it was discussing was that when a woman is sexually assaulted 
and like she gets penetrated. Because what I, I don't know what started this series of tweets, but she was saying basically when a woman sexually assaulted and she gets penetrated, her body's natural response will be to lubricate itself to stop the pain of the unwanted mm. penetration. Right. But some men will take her getting wet or even orgasming because that's the thing. Like some women have it's physical. That's been, not- yeah, it has nothing to do with what you want. It's your biological response. Same thing with to the men. actions happening. So in her tweet series she says something toward the end about men and women but in the comments i started seeing the conversation about men pop up a little more like yo there are certain things that men can't control like if you're dancing on us a little bit over aggressively my biological response might be to get erect that doesn't make me a creep i literally can't help when that happened but if it happened to you when you dancing on me you might turn around and look at me and now I'm a charge with sexual assault or some shit. So it's really a fucking fine line. Like, yo, there are things that men and women cannot control that their body, their body will respond to the shit that's happening. Like a motherfucker coming here, you can be like, this the finest woman in the mm-hmm. world, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, this person got every single STD that's yeah. possible. Yeah. And she come in here and grab your shit. You, you be like, do, do, do. And that's the thing. Your like, body's going to do that. And I'm like, no, don't. I don't want. You can tie. Like, no, yeah. don't do this. Your body like, my nigga, you see this? Yeah. And like, you can't control it. I was watching. I don't remember if it was a show or a movie. I'm blanking. But I remember. Oh, I think it was a TV show. And a woman on the show who was like this guy's boss. The guy was married. He got a wife. His wife works there, too. And the woman was hitting on him, right? She hitting on this nigga, but he was rejecting her. Like, nope, I got a wife. My wife works here. I'm not doing that with you, period. You my superior. We not playing that game, right? But she kept, like, she was on that nigga whispering all close in his ear, like, touching him and doing all this shit, and he got hard. And then when he walked out the room, his wife saw him and said, why the fuck was you in in there with her? And then said, nigga, why is your dick hurt? And it's fucked up because it's like, I literally didn't do nothing with her. But I also couldn't control that that happened. It's fucked up, man. I can't. I mean, me be 10 o'clock in the morning in the afternoon. I mean, in a fucking meeting. And Damn. I got a tent in my pants. And I, now I can't get up. For, for bro, no reason. Bro, one of the first jobs I got when I first moved back to Michigan, there was literally not a single reason for me to be aroused, nigga. It just happened. Nigga, uh, Will Smith daddy voice. Happened. It just happened. That's what Bill Cosby said. <laughs> How did she pass out? It just happened. Oh, shit. That's not a red zone. I can't make that joke. Hey, man. Episode 169. I don't even like the episode number no more. <laughs> Bill Cosby, oh, like, what shit. the fuck? I don't know. It Yo, just happened. You, they've denied it a million times. Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad. Something happened there. I don't think they've so. denied it for literally for forty years, but they have a strangely close relationship, dog. I mean, they they worked together on two shows for like that was long. so long ago though, and it was a long time. They were really close friends in real life. But so what's you know what had to be a wild ass bachelor party is him hanging with fucking Amar Rashad at the thing. No, so Amar Rashad, his groomsmen were OJ Simpson. And, and Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Nigga, yeah. that was a wild yeah, no. basketball party. And Myra Rashad, who played in the NFL and the NBA. Yeah, like, nigga, I wonder. 
Them niggas didn't murder somebody. They didn't hit a body somewhere before. Where are those strippers at right now? That's who needs to be talking. <laughs> Let me hear the stories. How many times you heard about these uh these parties that go on in Hollywood Hills? Oh, all the time. All the time. Well, you know, or you remember so listen Jamie Foxx, Diddy, they say these niggas throw the I was having a conversation with yeah. a young lady this week. The page that y'all follow a lot, Baller Alert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember when Baller Alert first came out? Yep. Baller Alert used to be a text service, and they'll send a text message out to whenever a basketball player would go inside of a club. Mm-hmm. Hey, Allen Iverson is at this place and this place, and then it tells the women in, in whatever city to go there and try to get you a basketball player, right? Um, That's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, it's a deep invasion of privacy, yeah. to be honest. But if that person uh, comes up to you, and wanted to, to drink and smoke and, yeah. and, and do drugs and have every intent on having sex with you, if you a start, you can't do that shit, dog. Yeah. Because now, that's right. Even though they sought you out. So, I watch enough SVU that I feel like I'm an expert on <laughs> anything sexual assault related. Um, And I think the lesson learned here is really... <laughs> Record everything. (laughs) Record everything. And just get you a girlfriend and just be with her, dog. Because get you a girl and a wife and settle down because these streets is horrible. There was a conversation on Twitter the other day Mm -hmm. about if your husband rolls over and and wants sex. Sex in the middle of the night with 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 the wife and she don't verbally consent. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've uh, I, I've saw or I saw that conversation happening. Like, y'all, y'all make the internet not fun. For it's me. very difficult to move and maneuver as a man with a woman. Shit, even to the point of like that that Blackberry letter we read earlier. Um, dog got old girl number. She saw him talking to another girl. She told him to lose her number. Say he call her, or say whatever plans they made. He still like, like tries I, to put through, and then like, when she don't was, come, he mad. <laughs> or. You go to whatever you said yeah. you was going to be at because, like, I was going here no matter what. Yeah. And now you there. And then she there and he there. This nigga stalking me. It gets <laughs> tricky, nigga. Like, nigga, I was coming to this concert Now, when he no see her, what. he got to be like, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> yo, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I only wanted to talk about it because I, I just thought this was what I didn't think this would be an issue for real. But it's like wild conversations happening on the internet right now. So, you know, Turkey Leg Hut in Houston. Um, yeah. Where everybody goes when they go to fucking Houston, go get their damn Turkey Hut or Turkey Leg. What happened there? They added a dress code to their establishment. They said no swimwear, sports bras, slippers, slides, ripped clothing, excessively short shorts, baggy pants. Inappropriate language on clothing, house attire, like a robe, wave caps, do-rags, or shower caps. There's only one thing on there. There's a couple things that I'm like, yo, this shit racist. And it's old racist. It's the baggy pants. No one has on baggy pants any longer. But that used to In be. In Houston, th- they might, though. <laughs> In Houston, they might. <laughs> Niggas are still. They, they, Houston is just a different culture. Okay. Nigga. They, they, they still riding swingers. They still got. They old school with the damn shit poking out. Like, yeah. they move a little different in Houston. Um, But so they, they broke it down a little bit further. 
All body parts must be completely covered. All cleavage, breast, thighs, and buttocks must be completely covered. The only thing naked here is turkey legs and chicken wings. No swimwear of any kind is allowed. This is the heart of the third ward, not the beach. No exposed undergarments. That includes sports bras, bras, panties, or anything resembling these items. This also includes white tanks for men. Didn't even call them wife beaters. White tanks. No wave caps, bonnets, do-rags, bandanas, house shoes, or shower caps. We want you to feel at home, but this is not your home. No excessively revealing clothing. This includes all distressed or ripped clothing. Shorts and shirts must cover your entire top and or bottom. And then finally, no obscene language or baggy clothing. No attire with obscene language, inappropriate or offensive graphics, and no excessively bagging or baggy or sagging pants. Pants must be worn at your natural waistline, which means no high-waisted pants neither for you girls tucking your stomachs. I know what y'all on. Now, Twitter has gone fucking insane on Turkey Leg Hut, dog. I bet. They hate it. They hate it. Black people been going off. They been, yo... Uh, Turkey Leg Hut is giving Olympics right now. It was cool to be black as fuck just weeks ago, but now y'all are anti-black. Like, they hating it. I'm anti your energy. Here's my anti-black. So, what's going on there is essentially, now I want this shit 30 and up, because by, by the time you, well, for, for some people, by the time you're 30, <laughs> like, you gotta, you you lose a lot of that energy yeah. and you want to be, you want to chill. Because, like, some of this shit just be too much. So some girl tr- uh, tweeted, shout out to her, I'm not going to say her name, she don't pay us, but said, y'all can afford all the Gucci, Dior, Chanel, Ooh. Louis Vuitton in the world Talk about when it. you're trying to flex Talk about it. on somebody. But all of a sudden, you got an issue with a black restaurant implementing their own dress code. Oh, a black too? Love it. Now come, oh yeah, Turkey Leg, turkey leg Hunt is black owned like a motherfucker. Oh, don't nobody say nothing. So here's the thing. If prime and proper, let's just use Detroit in a restaurant we know. Prime and proper downtown Detroit, you are required to wear a jacket when you go in there. Like a suit jacket, a blazer, a jacket. You're required to wear it. It's 100 degrees today. You are required to wear a jacket when you come in there. If you don't want to wear a jacket, don't go to prime and proper. It's literally that simple, dog. <laughs> like, like this to this, this giving me Dallas vibes. Mm. Like, yo, we be wanting some nice upscale shit, and y'all always hood this shit the fuck up. So, like, you can be from the hood without being naked, yeah, and without being like wife beaters. And they said no beaters, right? So, guess what? I'm gonna go in a shirt that doesn't show my beater. And it's that simple. And I'm not going to argue. Now, to an extent, I understand that, yo, for decades, we've been able to go to this place as is. Tired of it. But once they change it, nigga, roll with the flow or don't go here. You follow crime in the D? All day. I wish I didn't, but I do. Do you see what happened in Greektown recently? Greektown is wild right now, bro. I saw the fight from the other night. Greektown used to be... Like everything, you were safe in Greektown because mm-hmm. police cars be out there and everything like all day. They don't care no more. That whole strip was police and people walking. 
the energy that's out there right now with the with the group of folks who who frequent this area, it's a bad energy. Yeah. So it's constantly fights, shootouts, deaths, yeah. stabbings. Yeah. Uh, somebody got mugged over the weekend. Yep. Like in a in a like. I so, read that that tweet from the person that got mugged, or the series of whatever that from the person that got mugged. Do we know if that was like a white or black person? I'm not sure. Because some of the language in there, or not the language, but some of the things they said in there sounded like one of the gentrifiers of downtown Detroit. Like, If it was, they yeah. only deserve to be robbed. Yeah, no, they don't deserve to be robbed, but it was some of the like, it was because, like, cause ultimately I've defended I, Detroit. What I can't say, or it could be somebody who just loved Detroit. Could be somebody from here, you know from what the saying? crib, yeah. But like, what I want to say, I want all this nigga shit out of here. When I say nigga shit, I'm not talking about black people. Mm-mm. I'm talking about all this nigga shit that y'all keep fucking, y'all fucking it up for, and y'all not spending no money in this motherfucker. Y'all coming this bitch to hang out. Everybody literally standing. Y'all coming here to hang out. Six niggas bought one turkey leg. Y'all gonna take, y'all gonna yeah. pass it around, take pictures with it. Everybody uh, want a turkey leg for the grand. What's funny is literally just three days ago, uh, three days ago, <laughs> maybe four, turkey leg hut. Had this like picture going viral. It was like a turkey leg smothered in macaroni and cheese and greens, or macaroni and cheese and yams, some shit like that. It was like some smothered turkey, and everybody was, "Oh, I gotta make my way down there. Oh my god, this shit look great." And now y'all niggas don't want to go because they saying put on some clothes, and they not telling you don't wear shorts. They said, "Hey, not excessively short. I don't want your butt cheek out." Where all your Gucci Fendi product shit that y'all buy? Because guess what? If you buy real Gucci Fendi product, guess what? Tight as hell. And not only is it tight, they don't make butt cheek out jeans yeah. or shorts. They don't have a lot of that shit y'all be wearing ain't real. That's why you can wear it, nigga. You got that from Greenfield Plaza, and that's fine. But it ain't gonna work out turkey leg. Gucci don't make pants in your size, my brother. Nigga, <laughs> like I asked y'all niggas why y'all was okay wearing that Louis Vuitton mask from the gas station. Nobody answered me, nigga. Like, <laughs> like are y'all tapping on the gas station window, nigga, or are you saying it out loud? Like, hey, give me that Louis mask, nigga. No. Let me get that. Let me get ten on two. That Louis mask and one of them Android phones and some Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the issue is, dog. Like, I don't like because even if nobody wants to follow rules, even if this restaurant, if Turkey Leg Hut just said, you know what, bro, we just want our establishment to be seen. We want to upgrade our establishment. We want to still serve turkey legs and all that shit that we serve. But we want a white uh, white tablecloth, nigga. We want a linen tablecloth. We want this to be an upscale venue. That's just what we want. Well, some people think black can't means, be upscale. Yeah, it can't be upscale. It has to be a certain way. I'm going to mm-hmm. use this word for lack of a better term, and it's easier for me to, to get my point across. Some people think black means ghetto. Ghetto. Oh. And it don't. Like it, we we multifaceted. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe I want to go to a, a hood spot or or a spot that that's like that. Or maybe I want to go to brunch. Nah, and nah. maybe I want to go to 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 somewhere I got to put a jacket on. Everything nah. you can't. Nah, let me let me call niggas out right now. Cause three weeks ago, when random non restaurant owning ass Monique told y'all, "Yo, don't wear a fucking bonnet and some house slippers," everybody agreed. And said, yeah, that shit is ratchet. That shit is this. That shit Not is that. Not me and talking about. <laughs> and all she said was, don't wear them to the airport at 6 a.m. when I'm there. Because I don't want to see that rat shit. That's what she said. But when a restaurant says, hey, we want our establishment to be known for, like, normal black shit. Like, we want all y'all black people to come here, but we also want y'all to come. And, like, 
not dress offensively, nigga. And guess what? Some of y'all wear shit that is offensive. Your titties and asses out. I'm glad that it was uh, bipartisan with the... So most like, yo, guys don't sag. We don't want to see your ass yeah, cheeks. Yeah, well, are you Don't wear put, the wife beater. Okay, well, why are you going to put your cleavage up? Because while mm. you can tell me you don't want to see somebody's ass hanging yeah. out, what about your titties hanging out? And they said all of that. And I'm glad they covered all their bases. But I don't like that when they said don't wear no bonnets in here, y'all niggas is mad. But Monique told y'all don't go to the airport with it, and y'all was just saying I think it was that's equal. some ghetto shit. It was definitely some hate from Monique, though. It was some hate from Monique, but I think most of it came from me and you because I saw a lot <laughs> of people I know in the comments, like, if my friends, because I had to write on this one of my last Facebook posts before I got suspended, like, y'all saying y'all friends bet not wear no bonnet outside, like, y'all going to fight them if they do. Like, y'all ain't going to do shit. But, nigga, if my restaurant says... Yeah, we want y'all to come in here with like clothes and your regular, like your pants at your waistline. What the fuck is the problem, nigga? Again, don't go or go, nigga. And if you go, you got to comply to what they want you to dress like. And they're not asking you to dress crazy, nigga. They literally just saying, yo, keep your ass and your titties put up. I thought we was just supporting everybody black. No, we're not, nigga. That's the problem. How come we can't support this restaurant who want to change their image? Man, yo, if... Because guess what? The type of clothes that you allow in your establishment 100% changes the people who come in there. Nigga. And maybe, just maybe, because it's a lot of upwardly mobile black folk who live down in Houston. It ain't Houston ain't just full of hood niggas and Paul Wall and them. So if all these upwardly mobile black... Uh, young career entrepreneur, all these great people moving down there, and Turkey Leg Hut saying, "Yo, we want to attract everybody. We still want the hood. We ain't telling the hood don't come. But instead of that wife beater, bro, put a polo shirt on, put a t-shirt on, and make sure the t-shirt don't have offensive language on it. Yeah. That's it. But we also want some of these people who might be a little more upscale. We want them to know they can come here too, nigga. Well, you're welcome. But we want paying customers to come in here. Also that, cause like y'all here." But, but y'all loitering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, let's not talk about fucking loiterers. Like, don't turn Turkey Leg Hut into fucking the Speedway on a Saturday night from the back of the Man, city. don't pretend they... Fam, y'all coming here to eat. This ain't the fashion show. So whatever you want to get off at the club tonight, if that don't match up with what our fucking dress code is, like, nigga, who can't come eat, bro? Like, why you got to eat with your ass out? With your titties out? You sitting down. Why your titties out? Come on, dog. Huh. Um, hey, look, man. I know I told y'all we was going to talk about Zola, but Jay ain't seen it yet. So we're going to talk about Zola later. And I know y'all ain't seen it yet. Yeah, y'all ain't seen Here's the thing. I'm probably the only nigga from my DMs. I'm the only nigga who knew it was even out. Because niggas was hitting me crazy like, yo, I got to add that to my list. I ain't even know that was coming. Fam, where y'all be at? But that said, we're going to talk about Zola on another pod. Give y'all some time to go see it. It is in theaters only. Do not think you can rent it because, trust me, I did what Jay tried to do. I tried to pirate it. It ain't on none of my sites, none. nigga. I have four sites I use that are pretty dependable. I went to new releases on every one of them, nigga, and all they gave me was Fast 5 <laughs> or Fast 9. I'm like, damn, anybody got a fire stack in this motherfucker? But um, go check out Zola at your local theater. If you don't got a theater you comfortable going to, go to the drive-thru or drive-in. 
It's available at the drive-in. Mm. You can pull up there. Um, I know in Detroit, it's showing with uh, The Conjuring, which is a wild combo. Um, but it's available. It's out now. Go which check out Zola. HBO Max for free right now. It went off as of midnight last night. Oh, really? June, July 4th was the last day. Now it's going to be gone for two months and come back like every other movie did. Um. I don't know why HBO Max is doing that. Don't get rid of it after 30 days, bro. I keep it here. I seen that shit last night. I'm, like, I'm gonna watch it today. Yeah, no, it's gone now. It's gone. You just July 4th was the last night. Um, and I'm pissed because I only got to the middle of it and didn't follow up. So now I gotta go to the theater to go see that and fucking Zola attached. But um, go check out Zola, man. Happy fucking three years to me and Jay. Thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rock with us, all the new family members we got in the culture. Follow us on all the socials at This Weekend Culture on everything. I'm back on Facebook tomorrow by the time you hit us. I promise you I'm coming back with a bang. But if you're in the group, let's keep it safe. Keep it quiet. Keep it chill. Don't, you know, let's be active but not get kicked off, man. In the meantime, dog, you got any last words for the listeners, man, three years in? Um, and I appreciate y'all, dog. Uh, this is a, it's been an experience, man. I love this pod. Um, I love the interaction. I feel like, you know, we got like extra friends, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I feel like a family vibe. Uh, I like how we be interactive with the folks. Anybody yeah. can leave a voice note, you know what I'm saying? Send those in. And, um, I just, I just can't wait to, for y'all to see what we got up our sleeve, man. Yeah, man. We coming back with a vengeance and I'm going to say it one more time for everybody who made it to the end of the pod. If you have not done it already, DM us if you in the Metro Detroit area or you will be in August when Candyman gets released. Let us know if you want to come to a screening. We are going to put something together so we can welcome the screenings back to the culture in the meantime, I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 169, three-year anniversary episode. We out.